Welcome everyone to the Super Friendos Roundtable. Today is Saturday, the, what is it, the 6th? Um, yeah. Uh, 6th and the 6th. And we're, yes, and we are uh, here today to discuss Elite Dangerous Odyssey, or as I'm calling it, EDO. Um, so today we have in attendance uh, myself, Kaizen, from Elite Week. We have Alec Turner from the Buckyball Racers. Say hello, Alec. Hello, Al. We've got Burin Rini from the 
Burpit. Say hello, guys. Hello, guys. All right, we've got. Not funny anymore, is it? <laughs> no, it wasn't the first place. Sorry, Rini's being quite sensible and just just shaking her head at you. Uh, we've also got Commander Chig from Loose Screws Podcast. Say hello, Chig. Good morning, everybody. Afternoon. Right on. We've got Down to Earth Astronomy. Say hello. Hello. Right on. And we have. (laughs) Sorry. And we have Plater. Commander Plater. Hello. 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 And Plater's awake this time. Yes. Yes, I am. At the moment. Also. At the moment. moment. Okay. All promises. Also, I'm making an executive decision, and for for the remainder of this stream, we will all have to refer to him as Plater Damas. And we, <laughs> and we have Commander Watherspoon of Galnet News Digest fame. Say hello. Greetings, commanders. So we're all here to talk about, you know, Odyssey. What what happened? How it how it dropped and 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 the whole nine yards. Uh, how about we let Down to Earth Astronomy start us off on the agenda, and we'll we'll uh, work our way through it. Let's start. Yeah, hold on. I'm just quickly doing some, uh, uh, some, sure, no some live, uh, <coughs> ri- live rebalancing of audio levels here. Uh, no. Um, no, I don't know if we're going to run through the whole um, the whole agenda, but I thought it would be a good idea to start just going over, like in case someone has uh, has been living under a rock for the last couple. Of- I thought it could be a good idea just to go over. And now yes. again, yes, yes. yeah, yeah. So what happened uh, was. Um, at least that it seems to me that what happened was Frontier was uploading a video, which they of course will do in advance, and it was added to a playlist and then set unlisted. Mm. Someone could then go in through that playlist and find the video, and then it was accidentally released. I at least think that's what happened. I don't know what your guys take on this, but it seems we- to me that was an accidental <clears throat> release. Mm. We've had bots pick up our videos unlisted before. But... Okay. I don't think it's a bot this time, though. I think yeah. it's because they added it to a playlist. Right. Okay. Okay. But I, I don't know. Is that I mean, your worst thing? You were hawking their playlists. Is that <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, I've I've had it happen. I mean, I've done it myself, where I I wanted to launch a video and I just you know beforehand added it to a playlist. People go into the playlist and, and find the video beforehand before it's actually published because right, it's just right. unlisted. It's not private. And of course, when people see something like that, the link gets spread and then. Yeah, that's yeah. probably why they end up pulling the video completely. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it, it it could be. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> it got published. It was an accident. I think that's where yeah. we are now. I I, I think uh, the sort of the main takeaway that I that I take from this is something that uh, Venteon said on on Hutton this week. There are mistakes that cause like serious problems. There are mistakes that are sort of they have ramification where it's like, oh, we didn't do this and this screwed over a good chunk of our player base. Those are mistakes that are worthy of sort of criticizing and and jumping in and trying to whatever. And then there are other happy little mistakes where it's like, well, that's weird timing, but I'm glad I know. And I feel like this definitely falls under that category. Oh, yeah. 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 For those mistakes, it's kind of it's one of those that's like, Hmm. Obviously, something happened weird there. I don't think we'll ever get the full story, and it doesn't really matter. Sure. Yeah. I wonder how early it was, though. I'd be curious to know. Hmm. I don't think yeah. it was terribly early. They wouldn't have uploaded it weeks and weeks in advance. This is probably I... something they were planning to announce very close to Fleet Carrier release to give us something to look forward to once Fleet Carriers mm. come out. Mm. I think right. when I'm I, pretty sure I, it's I, been after the Fleet Carrier hype has died down a bit. 
maybe a yeah, week it was set, it was said. Mm. I think I remember Will saying that we would get details after the release of Fleet Carriers. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure yeah. it was then, but I think they may have pulled it forward rather than it be accidentally done a month in advance, mm. or, you yeah. know, or even a couple of weeks even at this point. Um, it was interesting to see though. Um, but there is what's happened before previously with. Um, the last fleet carrier, you know, the initial teaser that came out that was leaked early, um, that was due to it being on a, another uh, a news website where they'd given them the link early mm. and they'd sent their, mm. you know, so they could get everything written up and have it bam, ready to go. And they said it go early. Is that <laughs> so, what that was? Ah, yeah, so it was, that. it was, um, yeah. that was the Gamescom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was then. That, it was, yeah. and, that, and that's kind of what happened. Um, I don't know which, which publication it was. Um, we wish everyone was out there first i guess but yeah that was um <laughs> that's what happened there very interesting though it was like oh no <laughs> like, yeah yeah um but but yeah. but with regard in this particular one with regard to the fact that it came out a little bit um like again i, I come back to who is harmed by this nobody uh but potentially frontier is gonna feel a little like oh man i wish we had had this drop a week or two after Fleet carriers or whatever, because it's just better for our timing rhythm. But it from the does player steal base, the thunder it's a, win. a bit, doesn't it? It kippers the schedules a bit, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't you? Am I the only one? Personally, I think Wednesday was the planned day. I mean, it was uh, it was only down for a few minutes, like ten minutes, and oh, then no. it was back up. It was down, and for, then the, it was down for like two hours before they really re-released. It didn't feel that long, and also. The, the the tweets and the Facebook posts and the mail shots to everybody that was that was done by lunchtime. Mm-hmm. Do you think oh, yeah. they literally just decided to shove that stuff out where they hadn't previously? I, oh, I they, just think they already they... had it already. It was it was planned for mm-hmm. soon, mm-hmm. If, yeah. if not if not this week then next. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my guess is that they would have probably done it on a Thursday before they did one of their live streams, so they could then answer questions afterwards. So it, it might have been, might have been for the Thursday they intended it. It, think, yeah, it just seems odd to me that it went before fleet carriers had launched. That was all. They're just yeah, like it, yeah. it, it kind of steals the thunder of that a little bit. I think I, I it was the day after Live Radio. Yeah. It's when they always make big announcements. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I agree with you. Dawn. I agree with you that they do it right after Live Radio on purpose. But I think it was supposed to go right after the next Live Radio. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, looking so looking at this as far as. Um, you know the announcement points to some things and it, like let's look at what they mean they they clearly are saying one giant leap you know and and see the gal- galaxy like never before touch down on breathtaking planets powered by stunning new tech soak in the sun's rising over unforgettable vistas views for some people that are not familiar with that term discover outposts and settlements and explore with unrestricted freedom so let's let's hop into this who wants to get into yeah. one giant leap and then that 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 sort of very romantic evocative explanation there that's a lot in this i think mm. i i've just those like what is it three sentences two sentences something like that it just raises so many questions first of all um the whole new tech thing I really want to know what's behind that. I mean, are we talking... Uh, obviously, the trailer looks great, but is that going to resemble what we're going to see in the game? And is this going to be something that's going to affect the uh, walkie walkie around thing only, or is this going to be a general graphic update to the whole game? Hmm. 
I, um, I mean, definitely, I think we can all agree what we're looking at when we see that planet, even as it's approaching from orbit, as they're approaching, that is a, I, I think, conservatively speaking, that is a massive, massive graphical upgrade to for planet sure. rendering. Yeah, for sure. And it looks even better when you get down to the ground. Absolutely. Yeah. So that part of it, though, the part where you say it looks even better when you get down to the ground, it's with regard to the part where they're walking around, you know, you could be forgiven for saying, well, that's sort of machinima. That's that's in engine, but it's, you know, highly curated uh, Mm. sort of cinematic trailer or whatever. That's fine. But the bits where a you see. The, the Cobra approaching orbit, and then B, the bits where you see the Cobra streaking across the screen, flying low, you know, doing some Alec Turner-esque maneuvers, <laughs> it, that, it, I, I think you would be very sort of sensible in assuming is is going to be sort of in-game, that's what it's going to look like. Like, there's no point... It- it would be lovely to, to think so. Um, I'm lo- looking at the difference between uh, the base game and Horizons. Landable planets look dramatically better in Horizons than, you, than they do in the base game. Hmm. I suspect that if you load up this third item on, on your launcher, um, the, the, the Odyssey option, <laughs> then you're going to get that higher level of resolution. I, th- I think there is potentially in order to provide as good a quality gameplay to as many players as possible, I think they've deliberately kept the resolution and the the CPU horsepower required and the graphics card horsepower required for the base game substantially lower than it is for Horizon. I I suspect they'll do the same again for Mm. Odyssey, that that if if your rig works at the moment, um, it'll still be fine with Horizons, but if you upgrade to this uh, upgrade to Odyssey, you're possibly going to need a better graphics card just to 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 force through the same frame rates with a greater level of detail. Mm. You think maybe you will have higher minimum requirements? Possibly. Oh yes, I think so. But what do I know? But I I I, I definitely think so. Yeah. I would say for sure, because they've been working on this for years and they've been talking about a, a you know, code update and everything else. I think this is almost a new game and you're going to see, you know, slightly higher system requirements for sure. Hmm. So we do we not do we sorry Mike do we I was going to say do we not think there's a there's a chance at all that the the rendering for Horizons will change in the slightest? I it's think possible. it could. I think it could. I think so. There's there's two possibilities that we're looking at here. The one is that this will be a overhaul to the entire graphical engine, which everyone, whether they purchase the new expansion or not, will sort of uh, benefit by. But that only the people that purchase the new expansion will have the leggy bit or or other mm-hmm. you know whatever the new this. This version is going to have some equivalent of, you know, the engineers or whatever, where it's like, hey, man, if you don't want to pony up the 40 bucks for Horizons, that's totally fine. You can still fly around, but you can never get those engineers like they're, they're going to have something, some equivalency. They have to to sell it like it's just a it's a no brainer from a sales concept. But yeah, yeah, I think there's a very real chance, though, that everyone, whether or not they buy on board to this new thing, if they have the system requirements to run it m- might I'm not saying for sure will, but might have access to the, uh, you know, the the, the better looking planets bit, whether the, or not the, you can land on them. The, the the wrinkle to that, I suppose, that's going around my brain is if you've got someone playing playing Horizons and someone playing um, Odyssey, hmm. they can presumably still play together 
Mm -hmm. And if yeah. the Odyssey guy and the Horizons guy go down to an airless moon, uh, what is the? Uh, it, does the terrain not have to be identical to both of them, or can no, it? I suppose, yeah, I suppose yeah, it can be rendered I mean, slightly different. Yeah, yeah I the, the terrain comes out of Stellar Forge, and I don't think the basic shape of the terrain has, has changed. Actually, I, I studied the trailer at one point, looking for caves and things. I don't think the shape of the land has changed. I think it's just the detail and the coloration. Agree. So it's just, I, a, I, just a map on it, basically. It occurs to me that we have a bunch of dudes talking here, and we have an unexplored asset of a the one person that would be the best expert, I think, on this would be our camera woman extraordinaire who really gets into all of the looks of the graphics of the different things. Rini, <laughs> Rini, give us give us your input on on this graphical side of it. I, th I think it's what's just been said. There's not enough to see in the trailer to know whether it's still we're still just on a, a terrain map or whether the, there is going to be a complete re-rendering. You're going to get things like caves and different <coughs> structures. At the minute, it just looks like a massive upgrade to the actual textures. Mm -hmm. um, and I, you know, I'm still trying to get my head around whether <coughs> what would be nice is surely if that does go across to horizons as well and everything that you've just said. Um, yeah, I, if it goes across everything, I'm just going to have to go around the whole universe and film everything all again. <laughs> quite simple. You were quite excited by what you saw. I'm you, very you excited. Like, yeah, the, very the camera excited woman started going mad. Yeah. So, Same as everybody in that field. So Rini is getting plus more content than even all the rest of us. <laughs> so, okay, let's let's look at Forge Your Own Path. I actually had something to say. Oh, go for Sorry. it. Yes. No, no, go for um, it. Shame, isn't it? So, forge your own path. God. Slater Dominic. So, um, what I was going to say was, is that we're talking about new hardware, will there be a new entry requirement, all that kind of stuff. Mm. It's still going to be running on the same consoles mm -hmm. that Horizons runs on. Very true. So, Very true. no, it might not. Um, Elite Dangerous is and has always been a very well optimized game. Um, yeah, sure, you can look at the networking issues and you can pick up some of the weird bugs, but that is an optimization. That's that's like code bugs. It's something different. And I think I don't think it's going to be as, an in as intense as everyone thinks it's going to be. Mm. Um, but then again, you know, you look at an in an in game engine render. Um, we don't know how long that took to render, how long it took to animate, how long um, it, it would have it would have taken to actually fully design, and also we won't we won't have the same models that are in it mm. that will be in the game because it's just not how um, CG animation works. So it's um, something to really consider. Okay, that's very true. Uh, yeah, sorry, the other the other winkle that that then adds. Um... Uh, I can't quite think of because my brain just went and left the room. So See that's good. Moment. Excellent. Move on. Um, <laughs> oh, so yeah. So okay. So that that being the case, then that could that could very potentially mean that um, people in Horizons will actually get a terrain update. Yeah, or, I mean, it could yeah. or it could be the case of we just have additional planets added that we can access, and they are the ones that will look different. I don't see so, that. For example, you know our, our dust balls that we've got oh, all stay the same, That's and so... then you know your light atmospheric planets that we see already, um, ice planets that we can't land on currently, for example, will gain an update that we can then access, and that separate so unlocks a different set of planets rather than you know the same way Horizons <laughs> unlocks planets. We get a different set of planets. Doesn't that sound sort of a bit grim though? That you've got these planets you can land on at the moment, but you're not allowed to get out on them. Well, you might be able to get out on them. I just mean oh. that they won't change the way they look. 
Oh. We, we don't know. That's pure speculation. Well, what, what Braben said in his press release was that he was extending coverage to the super fine scale that's needed for on-foot gameplay. So if that doesn't apply to all the places you can get out, <coughs> that would be a bit weird, I reckon. Mm. So mm. I'm, I'm, I've definitely, definitely got my hopes high that um, the planets we can land high. on... Uh, I'm sorry? I'd be very surprised if you couldn't get out on the planets we already have as well as the new ones. That would be mm. bizarre. Please let it be. Because you need mm. to walk around them, don't you? Mm. See, I, need to I keep navigate. I keep coming back to the to the point of, and, and we don't know yet. We don't have the answer. But to me, I hope, I hope, I hope that all of the stuff that they're adding in Odyssey is like, okay, this is for sort of everyone gets to play, and if you want the leggy bits, you have to buy Odyssey. I hope so much though that they, it is set up such that, as you say. You can still land on the planet, <clears throat> regardless of whether or not you've bought sort of that 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 upgrade. I mean, I, I definitely get that it sort of makes sense that you can't land on a planet if you haven't bought Horizons, because if you don't have a well, I don't know if you don't have a scooter, it's like what's the point? But I, I guess we're we're coming back to still you have the freedom to drive around in your SRV on a, on a planet, regardless. Yeah, that's weird. From a from a commercial perspective, though, mm. you know nobody's. Uh, th th there's a substantial chunk of the of of the, the 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 player base who, quite frankly, aren't interested in walking around, but they really do want to land on planets that have blue skies. Mm. And for them, they're only going to buy the thing if you've got to buy the thing to get onto those blue planets. And and this is this is so bad to say, but like this is where I'm a horrible representative of the community because I'm just going to say flat out. I'm buying it no matter what. I'm buying it. Like I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not gonna miss out on any of it. So, I, I it just because I have already sort of assumed I'm purchasing it. I I haven't really focused on or worried about the whole like. Well, what about the people left behind? I feel like here. This actually maybe brings up another interesting sort of question. Do you guys think, because for a lot of MMOs, for a lot of different big games like your Final Fantasy XIVs and your World of Warcrafts or whatever, they set it up such that whenever they release a new sort of expansion, all of the old expansions get rolled into the base game, and now it's mm -hmm. you buy. So, so mm -hmm. for Elite Dangerous, the 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 equivalency would be that as of when they drop EDO, when they drop Odyssey. Horizons is just automatically included in your base purchase, and now you pay extra for for Odyssey. Do you guys think that yeah. that's a yeah. way yeah. they'll go? Or oh, absolutely, I did wonder <laughs> yeah. that. I, yeah. I personally yeah. think that'd be the best way to go. Yeah, I think if they don't, if they don't do it, it's going. I mean, imagine a new player coming in and they see, okay, so I have the base game, and then I need Horizons, and then I also need. Yeah. Um, the, the Odyssey update, but what if you want Odyssey and not Horizons? If, if people want to go that way around, how is that going to work? Yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah. They, they leave yeah. themselves in that corner, yeah. don't know where it's the best thing to do. Just roll them together. Yeah. Hmm. I, I think definitely Horizons will just be part of the of the main game, and everybody who doesn't have Horizons yet will probably just get it. So what we're thinking, go. what we're thinking as a group here, it seems fairly unanimous. Nobody's spoken against it, at least. A everyone from Odyssey gives the gift of Horizons to the cheapskates. Like just here you go. There's something mm -hmm. for nothing. Enjoy. Yeah, that's well, cool. Either that, or if you buy all this, you get Horizons for free. It'll it'll need to be one way or the other. Mm, that's a possibility too. Uh, yeah, okay, they, yeah, you could bundle it in. So yeah, only if you buy Odyssey, you get Horizons as well. That makes would make sense. See, this is why we invite Watherspoon. He's smart. 
<laughs> but one thing I was was thinking is what happens if let's let's imagine that we have two commanders, one has Odyssey and one doesn't, mm. and they then land next to each other <coughs> on a planet, and one guy decides to walk out in his ship. What then happens with the other guy? Can he still he must still be able to see him walk around, but mm-hmm. he just doesn't have that button available to him or like Yeah. But yeah, presumably, presumably, so so presumably, your Odyssey player would be able to get out and wave and do a little, you know, do the Carlton dance, and the <laughs> the the Horizon level player or base level, pl- well, no, not not base level, but Horizon level, and presumably, hopefully, they include that into base level, would be able to get out and sort of run him over in an SRV, but like not do the dance. Yeah, <clears throat> I. Not sure that the non Odyssey player will even see the Avatar walking around outside the ship. Oh, they've got to. Yeah, they have to. to. Yeah. If they don't, it would be a huge missed marketing (laughs) opportunity. By by missed marketing, do you mean plain rubbish? That would just be awful. Wait. Horizons does not support animations for Avatars wandering around. Currently. No, but that could be included as an, as an update to Horizons. Yeah, there's no way they, they're going to update only one part of the game. They're going to do the whole thing at the same time because yeah. yeah. of the talk of the code refresh. Yeah, there's a massive rewrite. code refresh. They've yeah. got to do it for all of it because it's... Um... You, say that. you say that, but then I do find it surprising <clears throat> that, that non-Horizons owners see planets rendered differently from Horizons owners from space. There's clearly a a graphical update in Horizon that has not been rolled back into base game. That could be cheap. Well, technically, Horizons wasn't a code refresh, though. So mm. I'm going to maintain my stance and call myself correct. It's a fair point that it isn't that, that, that yeah, that oh. it hasn't been back, rolled back into it. Um, but maybe it was more difficult to do it. And again, it's another incentive to buy the expansion. They are business. Yeah, that's true. Well, so in the matter of uh, Alec Turner's idea versus Plater's idea, Plater has rendered a judgment in favor of Plater. So that's (laughs) (laughs) Just to mix things up a bit. That is decided. So, all right. So on Forge, is everybody good on on the giant leap bit? Uh, Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, I well I think there's an elephant in the room here that I really think we have to talk about in this section because mm. it says let's do it. Uh, unforgettable, unforgettable vistas. Mm. I mean, this is for me the single most interesting thing in the trailer. Possibly the only interesting thing in the trailer because we knew we were getting space legs, didn't we? Mm. Blue skies. Come on, guys. Blue skies. That, so. is, that is huge. That's very true. hundred percent. But, but it hasn't been listed as a feature. So why? Why is it not why? listed? Why has it not been listed as a feature? They, they cannot release a trailer with blue skies <laughs> and then not have atmospheric landings. I mean, no. stupid things in the past, but that absolutely. Well, let's say absolutely. My point is, what, what I'm curious, and I really want to know what you lot think of this. My point is, it's not listed as a feature in Odyssey because landing on atmospheric worlds is about to become a feature of Horizons. I think possibly that that's correct, but I think also the other possibility is because I mean let's let's face it forget the blue skies the blue skies that's great but before we got to blue skies the very first second of the first shot of the trailer 
is the, the, the ship approaching the planet and you can very clearly see an atmosphere around it. And some people have pointed and said, oh, but look at how thin it is. Maybe it's just a trick of the light. No, no, that's how no. atmospheres work. If you look at the earth, the actual earth, the, the, the layer of atmosphere is only like 160th or 170th or something, the actual mm -hmm. diameter of the earth. So in real science terms, that's what atmospheres look like on planets when you approach them from far away. They don't. I mean, they it's, don't it's, it's, it's important to, to understand the scale that the ISS, the International Space Station, is 220 miles up in the air. That's mm -hmm. not very far. Mm -hmm. And that's in space. Ooh. Absolutely. So our atmosphere, you know, on the 1G world, our atmosphere is only about sort of 5 to 10 miles high. On, on, on a much lower G world, it's going to be a lot less than that. Yes. And I think this is a lower G world by the look of it. I submit to you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. With the, the way that he's flying around on the rocket pack. Yeah. I, I submit to you what we're looking at there is a very, very clear rendition or, or rendering rather of a Incoming low message. atmosphere rocky barren world a mars-like world if you will and yeah. and i think that the reason i think the reason why they didn't say it like specifically as an announcement is because then that's going to push the next question of okay exactly just give us the list of exactly what type of world and they're not ready to get to that question yet they want to string no. it along a little Yes. did anybody expect you know i, I think people have always talked about it either uh, it's always either going to be elite feet or atmospheric landings. Elite feet or atmospheric landings. Which one will they do? Which one will they do? And we all thought it was going to be elite feet on the rumor. Did did anyone in this room expect both? Actually, I did. Yes. So I was hopeful for both. Absolutely, because they're, they're never going to tell you up front what what all the content's going to be. They're going to save some. <coughs> surely, any any commercial decision would would leave some nice surprise. We, we last time we all spoke about what surprises will come. Mm. Why wouldn't that come automatically? It, to me, I, I I actually think it was going to come. I was totally I shocked. I I thought it was going to be mm. elite feet and base building. And I would throw both of them right out the window if we could get atmospheric landing. So I am so yeah. pleasantly surprised by the way yeah, that it turned it. out, man. <clears throat> Should we... Forge your own path. I think we'd better yes. move on, yeah. 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 So forge your own path, take on a wide variety of, of contracts and play your way. Form uh, from, from diplomacy and commerce to lethal stealth and all-out combat... Diverse settings, objectives, and NPCs offer endless mission variety and a near-infinite amount of content to enjoy. Why don't we start with Plater? Because I feel like we almost left you out on the last one. Um, so the near-infinite amounts of content, we have that now, don't we? Mm -hmm. Yes. Near-infinite amounts. Missions, infinite. Um, bounty hunting, infinite. Um... War signs, there's always war, you never miss out on anything. So I, I think it's kind of they're not just talking about what's what's coming, but also what's kind of here already, because that marketing is gonna be aimed at people that will be wanting to purchase the game and play the game who haven't experienced the base game even. Um and why wouldn't you want to kind of introduce them into everything in the first place? So I, I think that's kind of what that's aimed at. And the Forge Your Own Path is it's basically a cinema synonym for um, Blazer and Trail, isn't it? It's yeah, same Open thing. Worlds, so, basically, take. yeah, I don't, I don't think that's really telling us anything new. I think it's more of a, hey, look, this is what what our game does. I bet you yeah. want some of that, you know, yeah. that kind of mm. kind of thing. 
Mm-hmm. The part I think is really interesting here is the whole um, what was the again the the diplomacy and comments to lethal stealth and all-out combat. What does that mean? I mean, <clears throat> lethal stealth sounds like uh, like a <coughs> sneak up and murder that dude without getting spotted. Sounds like a name of a rapper. Yeah, and and, st- and steal a, a thingy and then bring it back. So all yeah, the all-out combat thing being more like uh, kick, kicking the door and uh, and shoot everything that moves kind of style, right? Of, yeah. Of mm. gameplay. Um, I... Diplomacy and commons, I mean, to me, most of it, those two at least, sounds very combat, like basically like they're adding a a, a FPS game to uh, to like, mm. um, there's a lot more, I hope, to it, I hope, than that. I hope there's going to be the option to go do some as, I mean, actual exploring, get some cartography data out of it that you can sell. Mm. Maybe you explore whatever on the surface, you find something that gives you some more data, so you have more than just scanning it from orbit. You can actually also, now that you find all these interesting spots <coughs> on the surface, go down and explore them on foot to collect even more data for the explorers. Hopefully it's going to be some uh, some, some trade missions, um, mining, I always want more mining. Um, but yeah. I think I, that's that's the most interesting <clears throat> part. It's like what kind of content we can expect. I, I, I hope it's not just going to be a shoot 'em up game. I think what we're I looking. D- oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Mike. Go on, go on. I, I think what we're looking at, if you want to sort of give it an equivalency, uh, it would be sort of you know how now you have the planetary scan or whatever missions. You have some where like the the objective is to sneak in in your SRV, scan the little beacon, and then run away while they're trying to shoot at you. And then you have other mm-hmm. ones where it's more like assault the base. It's a what I would call a, a force assault, where it's like we're coming in to hit a thing, but we're also kicking some butts on the way in. And I think that that sort of if you were to try to transpose that to the template of elite feet or space legs or whatever, I think that's kind of what they're envisioning there. AKA oh, shooting dumb fire missiles <laughs> from orbit. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll 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 I definitely. Sorry, Michael. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. I, I, I say this as a, I say this as someone who enjoys first-person shooters, particularly stealthy, tactical first-person shooters. Mm-hmm. I really, really hope it isn't, and I don't think it is. I really hope it isn't just they're adding first-person shooter gameplay. I, I don't think for one moment that it is that. But I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I wouldn't say a lot more interested. But I'm also extremely interested in everything Astro mentioned. So like mining and prospecting and exploration and I don't know a bit of science. And I'm interested to know what the diplomacy thing is as well. What yeah. the, that? Mm. What, what? What? I don't think we, we've kind of we, we've sort of got that at the moment. Could you call power play that at a bit of a stretch? Mm-hmm. But I, yeah. What? What is diplomacy? I don't know. And also the other thing I take from that particular paragraph was that NPCs offer endless mission variety. Again, I don't think it's a massive surprise, but it looks like we'll actually be going up to NPCs, talking to them, getting a mission off of uh, some CD guy in a pub or something like that, or, you know, a person behind a counter, uh, rather than looking at a bulletin board or a menu, and um, as we mm. as we have to at the moment from our ships. Mm. Would love that. Yeah. Al- Alec, you had something you wanted to say on, on the subject? Uh, yeah, really, just... Um both keywords diplomacy and stealth seem like the, end, the most interesting things in that <coughs> sentence. Stealth suggests to me uh, sniper rifles maybe or sneaking around and stabbing people in the back, I don't know, it will go to hand <laughs> combat. Um, diplomacy is the most interesting one because it's hard to, 
I, you do just wonder, you mentioned those two SRV mission types, one where you sneak in and scan and one where it's full blown. <clears throat> Does diplomacy just mean not shooting? <laughs> well, di diplomacy could be, for all we know, diplomacy could be you sneak into a location, take an overview, like take an overwatch, right? And you've got to set up like quite often actually happens with the real military where you have sort of some camera equipment and you're not there to shoot somebody you're there to record a conversation or a transaction or that that shady that serious corp is moving mining equipment onto this location where they say they're just doing disaster relief and it's against some charter or whatever you record some something there's some aspect of some kind of gameplay where it's like okay instead of just a data scanner i've got a like data recorder i record that and then you get out you you really relay that information and that's used in some non it's used in sort of economic or, or, or governmental warfare, but not in like physical, actually killing people warfare. See, I think the diplomacy <coughs> might be just another level of BGS, where there's going to be new kind of influence missions and stuff where you're affecting factions rather than, you know, yourself. That I, I, I would be absolutely amazed if it wasn't procedurally generated stuff, because that's mm -hmm. what David Braben's good at. Mm -hmm. What we're going to be getting is something that will definitely work in a very similar manner to what we already have. Whether or not it looks different is a different matter, but it, it you know the the fundamental process, the way it works, is going to be very similar. And and the mission system is amazingly complex at the moment. You may not appreciate it when you when, when you're taking missions, but it is amazingly complex. And yeah. if they can do the same thing on the ground, and the other thing, of course, is that we don't even have NPC SRVs on the ground in Horizons. We're going to be having NPC people walking about, people mm -hmm. that we shoot at, people that we work with potentially, um, people that we work for. Mm -hmm. This is this is this is massive yeah. in, in terms of change of scope. Well, one thing. To... Go ahead, mm -hmm. Alec. I was just say, here's, here's an interesting thought. So we have we have power play, which is on the sort of very grand scale of, of the three big superpowers and their bubbles around the galaxy. Um, then we have the BGS, which is the the sort of um, to and fro between the different systems. What if with this we get another level um, of sort of BGS, which is just planet-wide? So it's sort of, um, it, it's closer to what we, you know, the sort of economies and things we think of here on Earth. What if you, what if there's a, a whole new sort of um, minor, minor faction, <laughs> which is, which reflects the the, the, the the comings and goings on a planet itself, just a thought. Time Council. That would be that would be a, a, a definite <laughs> lot to add. That would be interesting. The one I agree with you a hundred percent, Watherspoon, with with your comment about if it's tied to the mission system, it's it's going to be uh, you know pr proc gen or pr you know computer generated. But with one exception, it might not at all be tied to the mission system that alliance thing because there's another little sort of thing that's mentioned later in in the press material or in the in the announcement where it says something about go to these player hubs and like form allegiances and so you have things like in eve where <clears throat> in eve your squadron would be a corp it's a corporation and then you have instead of just your corp if your corp like uh allies with another corp then you form a entirely different unit you form an entirely different sort of thing and it could be that they're talking about that so i agree 100 percent that if we're talking about a new addition to the mission system the, that will be procedur 
procedurally generated, but it may not have anything to do with the mission system. That forming alliances or allegiances may be referring directly to some new form of actual sort of player control over how we ally our corpse and our, our, our sorry, our squadrons and our uh, player-made factions and whatnot. I think we're moving on to the next point, and the next point is specifically, I think, about player with player. Um, the mm. assemble your crew section. Can, sh sh shall I just <coughs> read it out very quickly? It's social hubs, okay, spreading throughout the galaxy, giving commanders the ideal place to plan their next move, it says. Mm. Form alliances, procure services, like you were saying, and even find expert support in highly <coughs> coveted engineers. Hurrah, more engineers. Um, <laughs> these public outposts also help you acquire and upgrade weapons and gear to perfect your playing style so you can you can you can basically buy stuff there as well so 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 most of that to me looks like it's about player interaction i don't know what other people think mm. i that um i was wondering actually in there if if you were if you were going to end up um recruiting a crew as well an ai crew it's specific i'm sure it specifically used the word crew i'm desperately trying to read it as i'm talking assemble your crew it's the title. yeah that was it so um, yeah yeah it's, it sounds like I don't know whether whether that was going to be um, an AI crew or whether they were going to put a bit more of a focus on on multi um, multi crew mm. and it actually being useful. Are you thinking like, let's say you're going out on the mission and you can then have just like you can fit um, a certain number of. Uh, of, of modules in your ship you can then say oh you can bring um you could bring up to four crew members or three crew members and those could then be npcs that you can then choose from a variety of of i think we have different specialities so you could maybe be able to outfit mm. them with the equipment you want or something like that yeah I don't know if, almost if, treat them if, almost like modules exactly like basically the crew members are exactly just like modules that you mm. fit on your person uh, or in your, in your crew well, and you can roll them into facility, uh, Felicity, uh, Felicity Farseer and, and get her to make them walk quicker. Well, in answer to your question, Burr, you say, do you think that this is going to be more sort of NPC crew help, or do you think that this means they're going to fix multi-crew? And I say, por que no los dos? Let's have them both. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> the other thing that occurred to me as well is these, if these... Um, uh, social hubs are spread all over the galaxy. Just go with me here. Um, yes, they'll be useful for getting together with other commanders, but those commanders, the, the social hubs themselves, are still going to be spread all over the galaxy, and it's a big old galaxy. So I'm, I was wondering if the act of going to a social hub means that you're then in contact with all the other social hubs all over the galaxy, and you can then you can then form up into a crew there and and some elite reason means you then get uh, you know multi-crewed into someone's ship or even and we might be getting on to the next thing so I'll, I'll kind of rein it in a bit but whether we then have some sort of instantiated content going on mm. and you end up almost doing a dungeon raid but the social hubs must there, there must be a reason for them to be uh, dotted all over the galaxy because do you know what I mean? There's no point five people going to five different social hubs. Mm -hmm. So it must be like some way. I wonder if you go into a social hub, you see loads of other people who are all at different social hubs all over the galaxy. Well, at least you would be able to connect to them. Just I mean, we're we have telepresence for multi-crew. I mean, yeah, yeah. Law-wise, the same technology could, I guess, be used for something similar. So yeah, you don't have necessarily to be on the same planet. Maybe I don't mm. know. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Social hubs are Raxler. 
Okay. I know. Yeah, so you can instantly teleport around. <laughs> Braxler confirmed. There we go. What could be that? I, I know. Um, I, oh, go ahead. I was going to say with the um, with, with the idea of the social hubs is kind of a. I I, I do think it will be a virtual presence type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and they they have like different locations where you go to them, and then you just you go into it, but it's the same kind of as yeah. everyone uh, yeah. it could be something like that rather than you'd be like hey let's all go to the bar in Shinrata and yeah. you know that's your social hub you go there and only the people that are in the bar in Shinrata are there um, yeah because that'd be useless wouldn't it basically it, I mean it'd be busy I guess but <laughs> yeah I don't know. doesn't, um, I don't... doesn't... Um, doesn't No Man's Sky do something similar? Don't you? Can't you go to like a um, a social area in No Man's yeah, Sky and you see people the, from no matter where they are? Right. Okay. Yeah. So you, you well you can you can summon it basically into whichever system you're in. You summon it and you go there and everyone's there. I, but right. when they leave it, they leave and they're in their system, not yours. All right. So it's kind of like it's very like a. You all experience the same inside, but the outside's different. I have okay. to jump in 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 uh, in. Uh, on behalf of Alec Turner, the the one person who's using the dot system, and say, Alec, you had a thought on social hubs. <laughs> yeah, it's made slightly um, redundant by the interesting idea of sort of teleprensing to social hubs. Um, my thought was simply social hubs spread throughout the galaxy. I just suddenly wondered whether they were going to make some of the existing installations and bars in places we could actually land at. And, mm. and that's where some of the bars are but I don't know maybe not mm. okay very cool very cool anybody else uh, with thoughts on the assemble your crew section before we move on to the sphere of combat which I'm going to give Plater a heads up right now it would be awesome if you could introduce read that part and, and start it do you do, do you have the document up or I can yeah I can... And, I'm, and I'm totally paying attention and listening today awesome <laughs> does anybody else on, on assemble your crew have something they want to chip in no no. <clears throat> All right, Plater, if you can please start us on Sphere of Combat, and <clears throat> when that's done, Burr can jump into Opinions of the Trailer, and we can start from there. Word. Cool. So, the Sphere of Combat. Experience intense first-person combat. Kit out your character with an array of weapons and gear, and coordinate with teammates to master a multi-layered deep tactical environment where commanders, SRVs, and starships converge. That's so Me, exciting. That, that sounds like so cool. you're in your ship, you take a mission. The mission is go attack a base, which I tried to do earlier on stream and it failed miserably <laughs> because I was going to work out how to get to the thing. But what you do is you fly in, you blow some stuff up. Maybe you take out the air cover in your ship. You come in, you land, got to land a little bit far out because suddenly, oh no, they've got anti-air weapons on the ground that you can't take out with your ship. You get in your SRV, you drive into the uh, installation, you're spinning around, wheels spinning, donating like crazy, shooting turrets. You can drive up to the door of the installation you need to get in and break into. You jump out of your SRV, you're into the installation, you're shooting people as you go. You get the data, you come back out, you get in your SRV, you drive to your ship, you go to your ship, you take off, you take it where it needs to go. Is what I want it exactly to be like that, nothing else. <laughs> and that's exciting. That's what it needs to be like, and that's how I envision it. Mm, that that it certainly seems to be the picture that's being painted there. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, just imagine if you do this in like in a group of people. So like you set off a group of people in SRVs like five kilometers outside the base. Someone swoops in and fire fire missiles out, take out the, the defenses, and as soon as the defenses are done, all the SRVs just come over a hilltop and just begin to charge in. I mean. 
the level of coordination you could do in this if you actually have missions that are so difficult that it would require more commanders, which I hope they will do, would be awesome. <clears throat> that would... I asked Plato on, on, on that fabulous description of, of what this could be like. <laughs> did you see the, I think it might even have been a Frontier live stream with Hutton where they did a base assault, where mm -hmm. they had SRV and air cover. Mm -hmm. did, did you see that? One? I haven't seen it, but I have seen the premise of it. Okay, so, so, so that was pretty much as you describe, except without commanders on foot. So I must confess my reading of this is, is is little more than what we have now except with commanders as well you know if you want to stage a base, base assault with friends and uh, get a bunch of SRVs and a bunch of ships and and sort of uh, role play it a little bit because maybe you don't really need the SRVs but it's quite fun to have them um, you can do that now uh, and I'm not convinced <coughs> this is actually anything more than just adding commanders to that sort of you can't I go inside the buildings Oh, so number one, that's that's true, and then number two, Alec, I did see that live stream that they did with Frontier, where they did the assault base to assault the base to free the prisoners. It was like what Plato just described, except without people on foot, right? Well, sort of, except for it also was using their imagination. They literally made up objectives for themselves, where we first have to take out the outside whatever, then we have to do this to get access to the door, okay. then we have to. Well, land. they 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 said then we have to land a ship on this landing pad. That landing pad didn't do anything. It was just a thing that no, they right. were they were right. making up in their head. Whereas if the game had actual objectives that were that were defined and and sort of like it gave a mission type to do X and you had to get this objective on foot, this objective in a car, this objective on a ship, it would actually yeah, tie yeah. in those sort of um, uh, well thought out, imaginative adding to your own emergent gameplay and make it as features in the game. Mm -hmm. One of the problems with the existing base scenarios is that you know you, you are supposed to go around and scan the things before the timer runs out and scan them all, and then that, that opens the gate, and then you can drive the SRV up the ramp where the red gets you. But the simple fact is, you can just leap the SRV over the gate using the thrusters, mm -hmm. and you can just bomb the entire yes. <laughs> from the sky anyway so, so in, a, in i think they have already slightly attempted to do that kind of scenario and it, you can just shortcut it so, so i hope if they if they're making a push to, mm -hmm. to do that again that they they make it that you can't shortcut it well, and that you do shit. If, if 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 for example one of the objectives is you have to trigger x y and z to unlock a door to get into the building and you have to go into the building and access a panel there's no way to shortcut that because like I, no, doing no, doing no. dark wheel missions i literally just will fly up go into uh silent running fly right over to the beacon that you're supposed to scan with your little scooter and i just scan it from the ship and then you know yeah, leave yeah. leave and call it good because it's a shortcut but like if if they tie this in that the on foot part of it can make several sort of roadblocks where they have to have it sort of done right according to the game and you can't skip it by jumping the wall burr i know you it's had a, a thought oh go ahead it's a shame, because um it's a shame really because um they very easily have made some of the scannable beacons in the existing horizon mm -hmm. stuff be inside a little tunnel where you you have to be yes to do it anyway sorry burr has a comment on this yes on basis so all up all I was going to say that on the, the base assault front, that's that's uh, as it as it stands at the moment. Um, 
uh, I want it to be uh, as it is in the game at the moment I want it to be so much better than it is I mean the, the point that Alex brought up about you can leap your SRV over the gate anyway you can you know you can fly up to the, the power generator um, taking the fire in an engineered ship and just unload a load of missiles directly on the power generator and then just shut everything down anyway um, it, we have tried in the burpit to kind of to to do something a little bit more tactical with what's there and it just isn't it just isn't there at the moment it's too easy to sort of fudge it and um or you know or or it's too difficult um to do it properly if you know what i mean mm. um so it is something we've, we've desperately tried to do we haven't given up yet but if if they have actually managed to do something like that like thomason in our uh, in our chat just said um target painting so torpedoes and seeker missiles will work on bases mm. that kind of thing if they if they do actually i don't know if full spectrum is the right is the right word you can probably tell me kai but like kind of tying everything together so that um you need close air support you then need tactical vehicles on the ground and you need all that going on so that the guy the the, the really spongy targets um the soft the, the real soft squishy targets mm. um the guys can then go in um and do the stuff that they need to do hopefully inside the building mm -hmm. and then you know just shut everything down or take the thing or whatever the mcguffin is that they're there to do i really really hope that they can tie all that together and that is absolutely what that's saying um and the sorry the other point i wanted to make was this this sphere of combat thing it that to me uh, was the point that i alluded to earlier that that to me almost sounds like um a dungeon kind of scenario that you get with a typical mmo yep. so perhaps you would go to a um a social hub get a team together and then everybody jumps into their ships, but in actual fact, they get magically teleported to Dungeon Planet, um, and they go and do a thing. Mm. So you're you're describing there an integrated force deployment. Uh, okay. Plater, you had an idea on scenarios that you wanted to tie in with this. Um, yeah, because um, at the moment, you've kind of got, we do have some great, wonderful scripted scenarios in the game invo involving megaships um, when you drop in on them. And I very much feel like, because it is just megaships, um, it was kind of a, a tester to see if it worked. And there are lots of different aspects to that, that whether it be repairing a ship, whether it be fighting off pirates, whether it be attacking the ship, you know, they've got a lot of options in there. And that's all very much stuff that we can potentially build upon for scenarios. So when talking about those trigger points, the system potentially is already in place. Frontier have got some experience in coming up with triggers for events to happen. Um, you know, you, you drop in and you can start attacking the ship straight away, that she's your side for you, you're off. Or, you know, you've got the option of, hey, help us out, we can do this instead, and then the events trigger. And I think those triggered events could be something that we see as part of the multi-layered um, combat experience. Mm. Um, if, they, if, if they go that route, what I really hope they do is to do a little bit like what they what they did with the um, with the conflict zones, where you mm. both have like a main objective, and then you maybe have a list of <laughs> optional objectives, and depending on how many optional objectives you complete, you then get a bigger reward at the end, because yeah. that really adds a ton of replay value. Mm. Because it may be first time I'm playing a specific mission or a specific type of mission, I'm getting my ass handed to me. The next time, okay, I get better and better, and I finally began to become good enough that I can comfortably <coughs> complete a mission. And then I can then begin working on including also solving some of the uh, um, some of the side objectives as well. That would be like you can really replay those <coughs> missions a lot. 
And and when you think about it, you could really do a lot to integrate. So uh, Watherspoon makes an excellent point, or made an excellent point when he said that you know, hey, look, these missions are proc generated. This is this is they have sort of templates set up for that. You could still do some interesting stuff where it's like, hey, look, <clears throat> if you do an assault in force. Where like you come through the front door, you kick it in, you murder everybody, and you achieve the objective, you get X rating. You you know you know you you succeeded in the mission. But if you do an assault in stealth, where you you slip in, slip out, get the blueprints, and nobody even knows you were there, you get some higher objective rating, mm -hmm. and you can tie that to proc generated fairly easily. Where it's just like if the alarm goes off then you're not allowed to get this rating on the mission. If the alarm doesn't go off, then you can get, it unlocks this higher sort of rating. I think there's ways that they can still do that with without getting into the nitty gritty of sort of making bespoke hand sort of designated uh, uh, sort of achievements or whatever. I mean, they did say in one of the earlier sections that they had, was it near infinite, near infinite mission varieties? Mm. And the way I read that is, if we have if a mission would have a main objective and secondary objective because that's the only way i can see you could get near infinite i think i don't remember the exact wording but it was something along those lines the only way i can see you could get that is by having combinations of things so if you have a main objective let's say you have i don't know 10 15 different main objectives and then maybe 20 different side objectives and you then get two of those side objectives maybe permission that you have to complete and that could be as you said go in without being discovered or only use this type of weapon uh or like whatever right or, or do this in within this time frame or something like that um and if that means you can get a yeah near infinite combination of uh, of missions if you mm -hmm. do it like that so i yep. think that could be something like that well there's been one other oh sorry go ahead yeah. No, no, it's it's another discussion I want to take before we move on to the next one. But okay, go ahead. No, it was just the most uh, the most discussed S that I've ever seen is the small S after SRVs <laughs> in the, in that section. Do you guys think we're gonna get more of them? <clears throat> well, they also said commanders, so that means clearly we're all gonna get multiple accounts per or, or multiple <laughs> multiple pilots per account. Yeah, yeah. I can fly two ships at once. Mm. Yeah, it'd be great. With if that said, I, I would, yeah, I mean, I would, I would be disappointed if there weren't more SLVs in. A hundred percent. Bring them in, surely. Yeah. This is the time to bring them in. It would make sense, <clears throat> yeah. at least. Someone, yeah. I'm. Go ahead. Sorry, but I say I'm confused why SLVs are used for as like for military purposes. Why would you have something with a giant glass cockpit at the front? On these tiny little wheelie leg things. Yeah, so that's the wrong you know, name, isn't it? I can I can answer that, Plater. I can answer that. Ready? Go on. Because it's the only option we have. Oh, that's rubbish. Don't do that. No, Don't it, it that. is. It's true. No, I'm saying it, I would very much like for there to be a a a a a big. I, I would love to there to be a a a, a big boatload of of of. of of options where we've got a little stealthy hover bike, we've got a we've got a tanky whatever, we've got a, a dump truck yes. looking one where they can go out and mine stuff. I would love all of those different things, but right now, if you told me, you know, hey Kai, you have to go assault a, a location that's five miles 
north of Philadelphia. I live in South Philadelphia. I'm going to use my car to get there. It's a it's a Toyota Prius. It's not built for combat, but it'll still get me to the objective, and then I'll do whatever I need to do once I get there. So I, I, I'm not being cheeky when I say like the reason why we use them is because it's what we have right now. And when when you when when you have a job to do, you you use whatever you have. Now, I 100% agree. We should get more SRVs. And when we do get more SRVs, I will use the better tool for the job. I will use one that's tanky or I will use one that's stealthy. But right now, if I got to get rolling, I'm going to use what I got. Can I just say that SRV would not be what they are because the SRV is a specific model of yeah. ground vehicle. Yeah. 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 So you know, know, something else a vehicle. I don't think it is. Scarab is. If I want to come across SRV. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, SRV literally stands for Surface Reconnaissance Vehicle, which is why on Waterworlds I was saying it would be SSRV, a Subsurface Reconnaissance Vehicle. But, yeah, it would. I guess it would be an SMV, a Surface Mining Vehicle, or an SAV, a Surface Assault Vehicle, or whatever, but yeah. Somebody grab Kai, he's going down the rabbit hole. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but it, it is exactly that point, though. It's that, that whole kind of SRVs. They are not fit for the purpose that we have to use them for. Because um, when they hit a pebble, they blow up. <laughs> right? It's just, and, and we're expected to go into combat against multiple turrets, multiple skimmers, multiple um, everything. You know, even ships at certain points you get shot at. So it's kind of like, well, maybe they should. I mean, we all know outside of the game, they're 100% should be something else. Um, multiple ones because otherwise what's the point of calling an SRV a scarab except yeah, to you know identify it from something separate which we don't have yeah yeah no I, I 100% so like the, the day that it dropped DJ Wiley in my discord said am I reading too much into this that it says SRVs so like it should definitely there's multiple coming right and I said two things number one you're absolutely reading too much into that number two I cannot imagine a world where they add all kinds of on-the-planet content and they don't expand on the SRV options. So, while you are reading too much into that S, it's also safe to assume that there's more stuff coming. It's it's a funny yeah. little catch-22 or whatever. Alright, did anybody else have anything on this point before Burr launches us on the next one? Just just one more thing. Sure. Um, which is... Uh, just, just to just, just like to mention it before we move on. Mm. Um, just perhaps some of those base assault, assaults might be on the Thargoid bases. Mm. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I have nothing more to say at the moment because the trailer Absolutely. has nothing more to say. From shield to this man. <laughs> fingers crossed, eh? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Okay, so uh, opinions on the trailer then. What did we like? What didn't we like? Uh, and what precisely do we take from uh, the words at the bottom pre-alpha in-engine footage? Uh, what did So can I kick off on this? What did I like? Sure. Uh, there were legs in it. Hmm. Um... Uh, it looked it looked very pretty. Um, don't get, I'm not I'm not down on what we saw at all, but there was there was a lot more about it that I was a little bit disappointed by than um, than I was excited by. If I'm being brutally honest, um, it was it was. I, I tell you what, if I can just if I can just be a right little Norman and just tell you what I didn't what I didn't like, um, it it led 
and I say this as I say, I'm someone who really likes first-person shooters and I really like tactical first-person shooters in particular, it led with first-person shooter gameplay or the implication of first-person shooter gameplay. And I know that makes a lot of um, Elite Dangerous players very nervous. Um, and it, and also, that's not, that's not what Elite Dangerous for me is about. It, yes, there's combat in it, but I don't really feel that it it that's the you know the the core of the gameplay. I don't think Elite's got a core gameplay, and I, I think like for a, for an opening teaser, I would rather have seen. Um, uh, this is going to sound weird, but a lot less. I would rather have seen a foot hitting the dirt and leaving a footprint <clears throat> behind, and you know the words Odyssey coming soon or something like that, just to confirm that space legs were in there. That the fact that they showed so much more, but it was alluding to. Uh, first-person shooter gameplay I you know whilst whilst yes it got me excited I think it it upset a lot more people in the in the community upsets the wrong word but made them a little bit more nervous than they needed to be can I can I challenge your statement there real quick please do mate yeah please do I don't th th go ahead two seconds uh, just a good joke in my chat that mining is core gameplay <laughs> <laughs> so I like that yes so uh cool. I want to challenge your assumption that it led with first-person shooters. Specifically, I think that what Frontier is sort of known for doing in some of their some of their stuff is they'll show you a thing that gets you thinking you saw A, and then only afterward, when you get the full information, do you realize that you saw A, B, C, and D. And, and then people go like, oh, of course, whatever. I would assert that what they led there with quite quite cheekily and quite quite sort of stealthily is they led with atmospheric landings and followed it up with a big glossy how about some first person shooter gameplay sort of hints. Okay. Mm. Okay. The first thing you see is an atmosphere. The very would, first thing like you see to, is atmosphere. In, in, okay, in, in that way, I would like to have seen more then. I'd like to see someone, I don't know, exploring or so, and, and someone prospecting. Okay, or... okay. Fair. Someone admiring the view. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Enjoying a vista, if you will. Someone um, with I, a camera just walking say, pretty pictures. Yeah. Yeah, read your eye. I, I, I wanted to chip in what Kai said about what Frontier do with the trailers and stuff. Um, no, they don't. They don't do that. They don't show you more than you think. Everyone thinks we've seen more than there is. <coughs> and then when you get it, it's not there and you're disappointed. That's what happens. And that's what always happens is people see more than is actually there mm. and they get totally overhyped about it. Which, to be fair, right now, I'm overhyped about Space Legs. <laughs> I know when I get it, I'm going to be like, idiots, should not have done that. <laughs> because the thing is, is that they have shown us, like, we're reading into the wording loads as well, and all that kind of stuff, and it it's all very similar stuff that they've said before. And kind of what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to do that thing where I'm like, calm down for a minute, hmm. be objective, and then go, wait, when was the last time Frontier showed us more than than what we thought we were seeing. Like, when was the last time that was? Thargoids? No, we, we've seen that was very clear. Everything that was going on in that, um, knew what was there. It's all planetary stuff. Everyone knew what it was. We got there. We found out it definitely was that. They even permit locked the system that was in the trailer, <coughs> which was weird. Um, but they've not shown us anything that's out of the ordinary or extra. 
it's very much like it's it's kind of what we take from it a lot of the times and it, they aren't showing us anything that's to be missed at this point mm. like there's so there's so little in this one minute 20 seconds that you look at it and you go right landing on planets blue skies must mean atmospheres that's logical uh, we're walking around we know it's gonna be first person combat futuristic guns armor which is new don't have armor at the moment a new installation or outpost where they were landing at that that was a weird little i haven't seen mm. anything like that before that mm. yeah it just looked like a landing pad and a building didn't it well it looked like mm. a, if you if you zoom in on the thing which i am embarrassed to say that i did but there's <laughs> there's on the on the top right corner there's like a couple of like huts like a small installation on the top left corner there's what looks like some sort of a bunker and then on the bottom left corner is the main bit of the installation that's around okay. the, yeah yeah <clears throat> okay um but with the whole reading into more more stuff people are like, oh yeah we're gonna get base building because here's a landing pad on its own that we've never seen before front to go no base building right <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's kind of my point it's not just no base building it's no base building in the roadmap whatsoever at mm. this at this time yeah at this time yeah yeah, yeah but that, that means we're not gonna see it in, in at least two or three years so i agree that that's probably and you know what here's the thing and this may be an unpopular opinion but but i'm gonna say it anyways i'm happy about that I, I, and i was somebody that was psyched for what base building could mean but again, I go back to my previous statement of, do you want space legs or base building? I would chuck both of them out a window for atmospheric landing. So the mm. fact that base building isn't on the agenda at this time, to me, means that there's a very high likelihood that we get space legs and the start of the atmospheric landing sort of, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, spectrum. You know, because it's that's a that's a. I don't think we get all of atmospheric landings. If we get all of atmospheric landings, that teaser trailer would have had them landing in a jungle planet. But I think what we get here is rocky, barren worlds, maybe ice worlds, and and maybe 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 scoopable gas giants, and then you know, a six months to a year from now, water worlds. Wait, where where do you get scoopable gas giants from? I, I'm saying that of the if you try to think of what the possible sort of how the spectrum would be to me it seems like rocky barren worlds and ice worlds first then the next step would be scoopable gas giants then the next step ah. would be water worlds then the next step would be earth-like worlds and then after that or, or like earth-like worlds with just uh flora and then after that fauna and then after that maybe megafauna i don't i don't know i'm just thinking if if they're not focused on base building what are they focused on i pray to god that it's the, the focus after odyssey drops is more 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 on that atmospheric landing spectrum mm. yeah because that's one thing a lot of people have actually have seen this how like <coughs> how many planets will be included where we can actually land and go out and walk and i still believe that we are only gonna see barren planets so all the planets we have today including barren planets now with an atmosphere so you don't oh, think I... ice? Oh, yeah, ice as well, but ice is barren to me as well. Okay. When I say barren, I mean no plant life, no animals, no uh, larger cities, anything mm. like that. Mm. I agree. I want yeah. to know if we can walk around on the 10G worlds. 
I would think that uh, if, if you remember from sort of the expanse when they have to get those shots and stuff so they can move the Martians who are used to living in not 1G that they can function on Earth I would think that I, I mean I don't know that's a crazy whatever but like if, if you're walking around on a 10G world, you better have some sort of an exoskeleton suit like that is in the uh, EDRPG game in order to sort of facilitate that. Otherwise, it's like yeah. science is I'm out the window. I'm just out for a crawl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's very, very important that we address something in in regard to our feelings of the trailer. And, and I think that uh, th this stems from an observation that Rini brought to the group that I would very much like for her to expand upon, if she will. Yeah, for me, the, the, the one sort of for all the excitement, same again. I'm very positive about everything, but just a slight disappointment on the the balance and the bias and the portrayal of the the male to female characters and the female characters, even in what 3306, we don't seem to be much further ahead with a very stereotypical. Um, portrayal of the roles that the male and female commanders take and it's the first time for me that I've had to think like this in my elite career which I know is only a couple of years but what struck me perhaps more than the trailer it was where looking through the press kit mm. which which included the concept art and if I was trying to find a, you know, a good screenshot for a thumbnail and every single one that I scrolled through, what is there, eight that they put out plus the four uh, mm -hmm. concept art and every single <coughs> published, you know, part of their promotion pack, you've got the male standing tall at the front, female in the background, male at the front, female following. And I was just a little bit disappointed that it, it seems to have fell into, I've, I've, I would like to think more, but I'd like to think better of Frontier that in this day and age. We can have a bit more diversity and a um, slightly less stereotypical, old-fashioned 1950s. The man takes the lead, the woman's behind. Um, and it was just something that struck me on their promotional material. I'm, I'm mm. horrified to say, like, when, when I first saw the uh, the trailer, I didn't notice at all, right? I did not notice at all because with my stupid, dumb man eyes. And then as soon as Re very delicately pointed it out to me, can't look at that trailer and not see it now. And it's it's really <clears throat> so obvious. Yeah, the and concept art that the, that the press had as well, because you know we mm. took. I, I don't know about you guys, but you know when that concept <clears throat> art, I, I love artwork like that anyway. And the first thing you do is zoom in and see all the details and see if there's anything in there that gives you a clue to what's going on. There's some really really good stuff. The only two women in all of that concept art mm. is the woman behind the counter serving. And the, travel agent. the woman, the travel agent, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, and the woman propping up the bar, and sadly, apart from that, that's the only representation. And I just feel a little bit let down on yeah. that this time. I hope they do better. We have voiced an opinion privately to them, mm -hmm. and I hope they take that on board and we see a little bit of progress on that going forwards. I, and think... I don't like like hearing this. Sorry, Kai, just to cut you off real quick. Like anybody hearing this, don't think for one moment that we're sort of you know like righteous, forthright. PC warriors. No, group. absolutely not. not. You know, we, we try and treat everybody equally, and you know, get on with our <laughs> life, basically. But it was, yeah, it, it was so, it was so blatant. Once it was pointed out to my stupid man eyes, it was, it was so blatant. That... What's the point? I, you know, I, I don't want to go on a campaign. I don't want to be a, a PC warrior. I think everybody's equal. I don't care what sex, gender, or whatever you are. I think everybody's equal. 
I don't want to have to think about it. I spent years in World of Warcraft having to think about it. I don't want to do that in a bikini. in a battle bikini and battle knickers. I don't want to have to do that in Elite. We are all commanders, and I I would like that level playing field restored a little bit. A hundred percent, and I think and and other people have as well. I I have, and I know other people has have as well. Sort of contacted Frontier and said like, hey, here's something to think about. Um, I agree. I kind of, so Alec Turner made a point where he says like, well, I don't think it's all that bad in the trailer. And I, I agree because the trailer is such a brief snippet that it's like, Hey man, if we released a, you know, one minute long thing of just two people walking, it might be that the man is in the lead in the front one, uh, in the first one. And then the next one has a woman in the lead or then it could be, it's not, it's so small of a data point that it doesn't give you sort of a hey they're they're doing this or doing that but if you look at the extended as as Rini quite rightly points out if you look at the extended sort of packet the press release packet that went out on this you you do notice two two things number one 100 percent of the people in the universe in the year 3306 are white and number two the only two females in the entire sort of depicted universe of of that of of that press release pack at least were the the ticket agent at a travel agency and a woman at a bar and while i completely get that a lot of marketing towards you know space sims and whatever a lot of it might be or video games in general sort of might be geared towards you know sort of white male whatever it in and to a large extent i would submit to you that in the year 2020 when you you look at the expanse and the two most kick-ass people in the entire of the characters in the entirety of the expanse are Naomi Nagata and and uh, and Bobby Draper did like we're we're ready. You can you can show more stuff. But I you're you're absolutely right. We're we're laboring on this too much. Let's let's sort of move it on to the next to the next point. What else yeah. what else were pluses and minuses from the trailers for you guys? So personally for me, um, the thing that I got the most excited was actually the like looking at the blue skies, looking at the atmosphere. Mm. <laughs> because I am really looking forward to going out finding a planet sitting a ship down somewhere you know right at the day night terminator go find a little hilltop and and put the ship down there and then sit and watch the uh, um uh, the sunrise or sunset or whatever right mm. um i think i i mean visually elite like the visual team that does the visual stuff for elite has always done an amazing job so i'm having really high hopes for that um, the things that I didn't like was some of the things that already been mentioned, that there seems to be a very large focus on uh, first-person shoot-em-up kind of uh, of gameplay. And while I definitely could see that being uh, being fun, I would really hope that it would all that it would also do something to cater into the more industry slash exploration slash trade slash whatever or anything else uh, side of uh, of elite. And also make some of that type of gameplay available for um, um, elite feet. Mm. Uh, Alec, you had uh, I think you were also very very interested in the blue skies and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, opinions on the trailer. What did I like? Blue mm. sky, blue sky. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, really, honestly, from what you know, I, 
we kind of suspected we were getting space legs, so in a way there's nothing in the trailer in terms of space legs that, that surprised me. I, I don't know, but the animation, the walking animation is very nice, but is that what we'll see in-game? Hard to, hard to say. Um, but yeah, the blue skies was just a complete revelation because I didn't expect it. <laughs> so that's all I saw. I just saw blue skies for one and a half minutes. Um, what didn't I like? Um, I don't, just, you know, I don't think there was anything I didn't like. I thought it was <laughs> sensational. I, I, it's a, it's a teaser. I wanted, I did just want to kind of remind people about that. Maybe it's a one and a half minute teaser. So I, I don't think it has to have a lot of information in it. Mm -hmm. and, and wow, you know, what a teaser. Atmospheric landings when people didn't expect them. I, I think that's, that's <coughs> Easy. Alec, do you reckon you'll be able to use the jetpacks that are on, on the back of the suits? <laughs> jetpacks are interesting, aren't they? Yeah. I, 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 I suspect, and I think someone else said it, they'll, they'll be for softening landings. I doubt if we can use them to travel long distances. Um, I know a lot of people think I'm going to be the first person to actually circumnavigate a planet on foot, but <laughs> frankly, if, if those jetpacks don't, don't if, if all they do is soften landings, I'm not entirely sure I'm up for it. <laughs> So what do we take, guys, from, before we move on from this topic, what do we take from the very sort of key important tag at the bottom of it where it says, you know, uh, in-engine mm. pre-alpha footage? Let's let's address that before we move. Any, anyone in the game industry here with, with sort of experience of, of what that phrase really means? If anything? You're pointing at us, aren't you? Um, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's... Um, I don't think you can you can I suppose what you can take from that is it, it was rendered in the game engine but it is not gameplay mm -hmm. I think is the is the only thing that you can you can take from that so it, it's an indication of what the game would probably look like I would imagine on a very very high-end PC so, um, so it's to assume well we, we could for example assume that that terrain that we see in the background that level of detail that might be what we would see I absolutely think that's a safe assumption. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, hmm. I'd be very disappointed if it didn't look somewhere close to that when it launches. But exactly. it wouldn't be the first time that the games industry had done that to us. So, okay, sorry, I know I had my turn, but I've just remembered something else I did like and that did also surprise me was 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 that that hike in in quality. I, I guess I hadn't really expected that. Yeah, I suppose uh, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So. The one last thing I want to say with regard to the trailer uh, and, and when it first launched and when it hit, I kind of want to address the sort of meta uh, sort of feeling in the, in the, 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 the entire community. Uh, to me, like, yeah, the second day with other stuff where VR questions and other questions came in, base building, whatever, some people had feelings and thoughts they wanted to express of criticism or whatever. But day one, just that trailer launching, the entire community reacted like it was surprise Christmas. Like it was Christmas that just happened to drop in June for some reason. No one expected <laughs> it. And then when it dropped, everybody was like, this is the greatest thing ever and i mean if you look even in the subreddit communities they they have a listing of the subreddit gaming communities elite dangerous jumped up from the 16th spot of like of the subreddits of that are getting activity and interest and people are checking and posting on to the number six slot it, it had a massive massive jump and everybody seems super super hyped 
again after they um, announced what was going to happen to VR, though. Did it slump again? <laughs> <coughs> it didn't slump, but let's let's be honest. There's there's maybe the tenor of some of the posts changed a little, but but uh, yeah. It was it was a nice shot in the arm for the community. It was nice to mm. sort of see um, that level of positivity um, coming out again. Oh, there will be a backlash inevitably because oh, we've got sure. such a long time to wait. Yeah, which well, is where development this... diaries and so on could could come in useful. Mm. The tension of this video, you know, one seventy-seven second video that about half of it is text on the screen. We've broken down like the Zapruder film. I mean, we're looking for the, we're looking for the shooter on the grassy knoll, and it's you know, short little video. And we've I wait, mean, was he in it as well? We're, we're getting into you know, gender roles, trigger discipline. I mean, everything about this video, you know, we've broken down, and that just shows the excitement and passion of the community. And that's you know, what mm. what I take away from it. Hmm. Okay. I wanted to should we talk about the whole VR or the lack of VR for because there's been a yeah. lot of confusion about it. Sure. Um, I saw some people say or think that VR is going to be taken out of uh, of Elite completely. Mm. Um, <laughs> I don't think that is the case. Yeah, it, it was also like, like wait, what? How did you how did you come to that conclusion? Well, not only yeah. that's not how. It, that's not how I read it. At least. Let, let me jump in. Let me jump in for one second to say not only is that not the logical case of how it would be, but Frontier have stated explicitly, word for word, in a on live stream, uh, uh, in a live stream, that will not happen. VR is still in the game everywhere where it's in the game right now. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. But that then begs the question. I mean, if we. <laughs> Now that we know that that VR is still going to be in Elite, so when you fly your ship, you drive your SUV, you have you are VR capable. But what if you are owner of uh, of the Odyssey update and you then want to leave? Because mm. I don't think the game could just on the fly say, uh, "Oh, now I'm just going to like that. I'm going to swap over and now I'm in screen mode." You have to take your headset up and then you play around with your mouse and keyboard. Um, because Hotas is probably not going to be the most fun interface to use for this. Um, and then when you bang your V back with the VR headset, or, or what do you guys think? How is that going to work? Is it just going to be, well, you're in VR, you can't go out of your, you can't use that thingy, like the, the Odyssey update, the Space Lakes. I know Plater had an interesting thought on that VR that I think addresses just that fact. Can you can you tell us your thoughts? Um, yeah, so at the moment when you launch Elite Dangerous, you have the option on the launcher and you can choose um, Elite Dangerous or you can choose Horizons. Obviously you've got single player training and, and that yeah. as well, but you know, I think that what will be the case is that when you launch um, Odyssey, it won't run in VR. That's going to be the easiest way to manage it from a transitional point of view. You don't. That's it. Um, not because Dave um, Frontier would have gone the actually we don't want people to experience any content now in VR whatsoever. It's more of a they looked at what they could deliver and they decided what would be the best player experience and the best, best player experience for them to ensure they can actually deliver some content in a decent time is going to be a simple first person player experience because VR and making something suitable for VR is difficult. It's, I mean, how many AAA titles are there out there for VR games? Um, Half-Life Alex. Mm. That's kind yeah. of it. It's all about AAA. There isn't anything really out there. And the reason is, is because it is difficult. 
and it is for a, min a minority of gamers. Sure, grow minority, but it's still a minority of gamers. So it's a lot of work for you to potentially put into something that won't get utilized. Um, or you put some effort in, you don't absolutely nail it, and then people tear you to pieces and roast you for it. So I think Frontier have picked the option that will be, well, I think they might pick that option, don't know for certain, mm. um, that, you know, they turn around, they say no, it won't launch in VR, it won't lo launch in a, a HMD, um, it won't do that. Um, I've got someone in my chat who says that uh, the game cannot turn off VR, it's a feature of the graphics drive, not the game. That's incorrect. Um, if a game doesn't support it, it won't support it. Um, you might be able to launch it in the HMD that it comes up like a huge screen, you know, that kind of thing, in a 2D environment, but it will not project both images to both eyes and give you that stereoscopic kind of uh, immersive view. It, it won't do that. It'll, it'll probably just turn around and be like, no, we're not doing that. Because and it's way work that way. So your idea that it will literally just be at the base level of load in, like you don't get any Odyssey content unless you load into Odyssey the same way you do with Horizons. Mm. That yeah. is that is definitely one possibility of how it could go, and we need to get information on that. Another possibility would could be could be that <laughs> you can do all of the stuff you can do now in a ship or in a sitting down in an SRV or in your cockpit of your ship, but that whenever you go to do the leggy bit, you would have to sort of transfer over to the non VR system. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that I think that that is what's going to happen. I'm saying that is a possibility. No, I just don't I, think that's going to be... It would be like... like I mean, you would get the same effect as if you would suddenly, in the middle of the gameplay, say, oh, this part of the game is only available up to uh, 1440p, but not 4K. So everybody playing 4K would suddenly have to just... We're just going to rescale your, your, your image and rechange your resolution and everything mid-gameplay. That's not going to not gonna be a great experience, I think, for, uh, yeah. for doing that in the middle of a game. I, think, I, I would agree that the walking around is the reason that they're not having VR in in, in Odyssey. But <coughs> I, I, I certainly agree with Plato that the, 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 the simple solution is to just say if you choose that option on the on the on the startup, then you just don't get VR. Makes perfect mm. sense. And especially if you think that off off the total number of players who play Elite, probably five percent maximum use VR. I, I know I know they're very passionate, mm. but it is yeah. still a very small proportion of the total population of players. But then that brings up the question: Do you think that non Odyssey purchasers, non Odyssey gated people, right, will be able to land on that atmospheric, rocky, barren world? and get out of their ship into the SRV as they already can right now. Because I think, I think that if that's the case, you may end up with a lot of, uh, of, of sort of VR users, that passionate subgroup, sort of choosing to do the workaround of just not loading Odyssey and landing on that same planet and doing all of their stuff and then only ever loading odyssey on those times when they want to do the leggy bits well that would then be a massive disincentive <coughs> to buy odyssey which to me makes it sound like not commercial sense 
Um, I, I don't think you'll get to land on those atmospheric planets at any rate. You might you might well get to land on existing planets, and you might get better terrain in Horizons. But I, I really doubt that that from a commercial perspective, you know, the 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 really exciting thing landing on atmospheric planets that so many people want to do, they're not going to just give that away. Surely not. Mm. That's that's something that has to be part of Odyssey. They might, they might not, um, they might not give it away as such. But in order to do anything meaningful on those planets, you you might have to do the leggy bit. Yep. Um, I I would ge- genuinely, if I if I was making my choices, um, I understand that you know that they might be struggling is the wrong word, but they might be struggling to get a, a decent VR leggy experience. I suspect that's probably what's going on. And then you know at some point down the line they will bring it in. But by the by, um, I, I, if it, if I had my choice, I would say let let the horizons users uh fly down and land on the planets um the new planets and the 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 atmospheric worlds that we get that we appear to be getting um just don't let them get out and do the leggy thing they can get out and do their srv everything that you can do at the moment you can you can i think that would probably make the vr community a lot happier yes if if they could do that and and that to me would be the sensible way to go and i i know i know the vr community is uh, is not huge in in elite but it it is extremely passionate mm-hmm. and whilst i can't stand vr myself i absolutely hate it i do feel for them i do really feel for them it must be extraordinarily disappointing at the moment and I, I it would be really really lovely and it, unfortunately this isn't the way that frontier generally goes but it would be really lovely if they could just open up a little bit and just talk about set some expectations of what 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 are we actually don't want like really massive details and massive spoilers but if you could just address that little bit particularly and just you know and mm. say this is what you, this is what you will get you won't be able to do this you won't be able to do that we'll, we'll give you some more stuff that you won't be able to do either sorry about that but you will you will get this and you you know it would just be so nice if they could just shoot down a bit of the fire because we were having such a nice wednesday and then it <laughs> it, it, it then turned into an absolute cat fest again and really ruined my thursday mm. so um, the whole, I would say the whole um, VR and space legs thing is something I spoke about um, last December. Um, no, December before that. Oh my god! Um, and I kind of spoke about it because, again, we'd all kind of agreed that space legs was coming. And I said, you know, there is a reason why you might not want it. And most of the comments on it, because one of the reasons was it won't work in VR. It is going to be exceptionally difficult to produce a. <clears throat> a positive experience in VR, so therefore you probably won't have it. And um, I, I kind of look at comments where the oh, who cares about people with VR? Well, the people with VR care about people, people with VR, VR do, yeah, yeah. Um, now I have, I've got an HTC Vive. Um, I play games in VR. Um, but my probably my game of choice that I play in VR most is Pavlov, which is a first-person shooter experience. Mm. I have to stand in my living room. And I spin around and I move around and I have to flail my arms. Sometimes I've got to stab people with knives. You know, it's um, in the game. And it's, it's a very... It's, Mostly. It is a very different experience to me sitting there playing Elite Dangerous. Not remotely the same. And I barely play Elite Dangerous in VR um, because I like to do other things at the same time. Now, that's not a comment on Elite Dangerous. It's a comment on my personality flaws of not being able to concentrate unless I have more than one thing that holds my attention. I, I can't do any one thing at a time. That's it. Like, 
um, I'm currently fighting a pirate in a in a in an assassination mission whilst talking. So I've wow. got to do more than one thing. Like I can't can't not. And I just couldn't see how it would work. And apparently neither could Frontier. Um and I think the concerns are is that how would you transition from using a HOTUS flying around in VR to then having a first person VR experience either mm. using a HOTUS or using a keyboard and mouse even in VR that'd be nauseating turning around like it wouldn't be a fun time mm. um, even even if you have the the comfort vignette on it it doesn't work it, it, it still makes you feel sick so I have that's what they're wrestling with that, I mean, I tried... There's a game called Adrift, which is one of the earliest VR games that came out. And the premise is, like, uh, space stations destroyed, you're now floating around the space station trying to get back to Earth. Um, and even though you are, like... You don't have a reference of what is up and what is down, and you are floating around, it wasn't actually that nauseating because you have that helmet on, you have that point of reference around you with a like an up uh, a heads up display and you always have the the edge of the helmet in your peripheral vision so that wasn't really an issue uh for me at all at least when i when i played it so i think i know this is different from floating in space to walking and that that does have a tendency to cause slightly more nausea but i don't think it would be that bad to go and uh, um and try to to implement vr for it i mean Sure, there might be some people who don't have the stomach for it, but there will also be a lot who does. Can I... It's more of the how would you transition from sat down flying a spaceship using a HOTUS to now you're a first person running in and shooting people. Kind of like, how would you transition from that smoothly whilst maintaining the, the gameplay experience? Because you could have yeah. a separate space shooter um, first person, it'd be fantastic. Or you can have a fantastic space experience with a HOTUS or space experience with a mouse, um, but you can't have really have a great space experience standing up in the middle of your living room with Vive controllers. Which you brings me... Re- I'm sorry. Sorry. No, no, uh, That's kind of my point. That's yeah. it. I go, I'm at the end, just in case I've got something else that comes to mind. <laughs> Don't worry, it's fine. I, 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 I want to take what you just said and go back and re- readdress my previous statement and and sort of attack the idea that Watherspoon put forth where he said if if they do what I said which is allow players the option to do all of the non-leggy bits out of VR it, it you know cuz if you're landing on a planet already okay let's say you're landing on just pick a planet let's say you're landing on for example Mars okay it's a rocky, barren planet. <clears throat> it, it, it exists. It's there. We see it. We all see it on the map, whether you buy anything or not. Some people, you know, right now, none of us are able to go there. But presumably, <clears throat> in in it, it, well, actually, no, because they they've made that. Un, that's not. If you find a Mars-like planet, but not Mars, because in the game that's well, actually well, the atmosphere. isn't the capital of yeah, the yes, Federation. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. If you find a Mars-like <laughs> planet in 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 System X. <clears throat> we can all see it whether or not we've purchased anything. We see that it's there, it's there. But only some people can get it. I I think to, to sort of attack the concept, because you said, if you make it to where we can still do all of the non-leggy bits, if we can still land there, whether we buy Odyssey or not, that's not a good sales idea. It's not going to push people to buy. I argue that that's incorrect, and here's why. 
I think that, number one, we just said there's maybe at most 5% of the population of the game is playing in VR anyways, so the vast majority of the players are still going to want it for exactly the reason, regardless of VR. And number two, for that small subgroup of players that are playing the game, that are, you know, the hugely rabid fan base of VR players that are, are very pro-elite, <clears throat> I think that if you allow them to do the landy bits and the SRV bits and all that stuff still in VR, but then force them to log out of the game and swap modes over to the leggy bit, that's going to suck for them, true, but it's going to suck for them much, much less than them not being able to even do the landy bits and the SRV bits. So I think that if you give them that option, as I've the way that I've said it, you're gonna find that the vast majority of them are gonna, that 5% are gonna purchase anyways. Whereas if you don't give them that option and you force them to, they can't land, they can't do anything on an Odyssey planet at all without swapping to a mode that forces them to flat screen it, they're going to start looking around at other games. So you're gonna lose out. I I, th I don't see that, that offering the landing and the SRV bits to everyone, including VR, regardless of purchase of Odyssey, is going to be a drawback. And to add to that, they're going to add some new level of engineers, of the hub thing, of the things, you know, like the the, the, the com joint mission thing where you go to a spot and we you sit around and you sign up for the raid and then we all get in. They're going to add other things that will force people because, you know, non-horizon people that don't give a damn about maybe driving around in their SRVs. They hate SRVs. It makes them sick. A lot of them still bought it just because they wanted access to the engineers. I, I, I don't see it being a huge knock on their ability to sell the product of, of Odyssey by them allowing the VR players to still enjoy atmospheric landings and SRV driving in VR on Odyssey planets. I totally agree with you that um, from, from a VR player's perspective, that's the best of both worlds, or at least the best you can expect reasonably at the mm -hmm. moment, mm -hmm. um, that, that, that it would be absolutely fabulous. And, and you know, I, w I would personally be wearing my Oculus and uh, landing on these planets and looking at the detail, which is so much better than what we've got at the moment in Horizon. Mm. Um, Ab ab absolutely. I just don't know from a, from a sort of business perspective if, if that makes sense. If if they do what we were discussing earlier and if they kind of roll up Horizons into an, uh, an Odyssey purchase but allow you to log into the Horizons bit after you've bought Odyssey and land on the Odyssey planets, that might might conceivably work in VR. Um, but then you do get the, the, the slightly awkward thing that you you know, your friends are all getting out and you can't because you're kind of you're in VR. Well then you gotta but, you gotta transfer modes. You're gonna make a choice. <laughs> I think if you if you allow if you were to ask right now a hundred VR players which which would they prefer, I think a hundred oh, yeah. out of a hundred would say they would rather yeah. do it that way. Yeah, I'm I'm one of them and I definitely would. Definitely would. Don't know it's gonna happen, but I'd love it if it did. Okay. Quick question, which is pretty random. Sorry. Um is there anyone thinking of not buying Odyssey? Is there anyone who looks at it and went, oh, I'm not really interested in that? Is there like anybody <laughs> at all? And this goes to anyone's chat who's watching. I'm just interested if there mm. is anybody. Um, and because I think a lot of the dangerous players, they're in this thing where I was like, well, I kind of have to have it now. 
I, I'm in that situation. Where I've, I've got to have it. In the same way that every time, um, you know, th- there's a tasty looking paint job for the Corvette, mm-hmm. and, and it's metallic, <laughs> the hand drifts towards the pocket. Um, mm-hmm. I've got to have it, and I feel like it's a must. Like, honestly, I I haven't even at no point have I thought I won't get that or I won't get the next expansion anyway because I've got so much time in the game. Mm. I really enjoy it. Why wouldn't I? Like, why wouldn't I do it? 100% agree. I, I, I am... So, but I mean, I think everybody in this room, let's be honest, everybody in this room is is the worst demographic to possibly ask that question mm. to, because I can't imagine a single one of us going, like, if you say <clears throat> tomorrow, sight unseen, hey, uh, over the next two years, Elite is going to drop four paid expansions, I don't even <laughs> need to hear what they are. I say, shut up and take my money, and, and, and then we'll see what comes. The only question along those lines I've been thinking is how many copies I want to buy because I have yes. three accounts. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, the trick is, in, uh, I think... Uh, should I buy for all of them? I, yeah, yeah, probably I, will. I think the trick is, for for most players, is you buy everything for character number one, and then characters number two, three, and four, you wait for that end-of-year sale or summer sale or whatever sale yeah, that exactly. comes next after. Alec, you had some hot-off-the-presses brand-new information to bring to the subject. Would you like to uh, expand? Well, he's not here. He's oh, had to, he's had to sneak away, yes, unfortunately. yes. I'm so sorry, stupid Alec. I'm, I no, oh, stupid me for not, uh, for not, you know. Okay, so let's. I, I'm gonna just read this out because he says I see no reason yeah. not to share it. So I'm gonna read this out. Stop the presses. Zach Gatanachi just PM'd me on my VR question. Can we fly ships under blue skies in VR? I.e., where's the cutoff? Question mark. Hey, Alec. Quick follow-up to your question. For now, it's too far out to confirm 100% where the split will be. We'll have more details closer to release. For now, best to assume all Odyssey content is not VR compatible. But we can share more when we get uh, close to the launch. So, there's that. No atmospheric planets for VR players. I oh, that's well, you know what I th- I think <laughs> I, that's I, what I mean. I think if if we all, all everyone here and everyone listening to this and everyone who talks to and hears about this in the future, sort of make our feelings known to Frontier to say like in the nicest, most supportive way possible. Hey, mm. we really would prefer you to do the other way where you allow us the stuff that you already have the tech to do, i.e. sitting in our cockpit or sitting behind the wheel of our SRV, we can yeah. still do. We will gladly pay you the money for the leggy bits and the engineers and the social hubs. But please, but- please, please don't. But on the other hand, we'd still like it in spring next year, please. So if it's going to push it out six months, perhaps you could add that on as a later feature. Yeah. Okay. Fine. As a non-VR player, it, it, I'm I'm I lose nothing either way. I'm just trying to be nice to the VR brethren. Like well, surely, like the, the the sensible solution that would that would suit everybody, uh, uh, including fi- uh, Frontier, from a financial <laughs> standpoint. Because to answer uh, Plater's point from earlier about who isn't going to buy it, uh, I've seen some in our stream and also uh, most of the VR players in our Discord have said, I'm absolutely not buying uh, Odyssey, end of. Um, so surely the most sensible thing to do would be at the point where y- you push the button to get up out of your chair, whatever that is, um, at that point, if you're wearing a VR headset, it just ghosts that option and now you can't do it. 
or it, so it, if you're it, in a vehicle you're good if you want to <laughs> if you're in sneakers no good mm. so how, how about the option that it just drops down to plain 2d in your headset at that point sure so whatever any rendering. Yeah. if that's the thing <clears throat> if that's a thing that I, I don't know enough on the subject but if that's the thing that works then okay great but the main the main thing is please 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 don't artificially sort of limit the stuff the, the yeah, things yeah. that you can already do in vr that you already are doing in vr don't limit access to that if it's at all feasible is what i'm saying can I? Can I just? Sorry. Can I just jump in with another point? It would just mm. be if anyone from Frontier is listening to this, please, please. It would. It would be lovely to think that we could go and do that. Um, that scenario that you've painted, where we've got people in SRVs and people in ships and people on the ground, and our VR brethren are in the vehicles, mm. are in the yeah. ships, or on the ground, and people who aren't VR are, are in sneakers, um, are on flat panels. That would, if you, that, I can't, obviously I don't know the ins and outs of what's going on at Frontier, and I don't know the ins and outs of, of, of how the engine works, but surely that would be the best way to go. And Just keep everybody yeah, together. And, and if, if, if it's completely out of the question of having people walking around in VR, at the very least, let people fly in, in atmospheres in VR. I agree with that. With, and yeah. and with, with respect to all of the people, Burr, in your chat, and I've seen it in other places, other chats, other discords, there are so many people that have already said, I am not buying this. And yeah. that... that I, I, and I, I don't mean to be disrespectful to their choice, sure, you whatever. You don't believe them, do you? But I, A, A <laughs> I don't believe them, and B, I'm glad that I don't believe them because we know so little information right now that to say I am categorically not like interested, if I, if yeah. I tell you, like, hey, man, I've got a birthday present for you, it's not a car or a house, you might say, like, well, then I'm out. Because that's, I wanted something big or whatever. But you have zero information of what it is. And you have so little information of what it's not. If, if, the, if the answer of what it is is a $10 million cashier's check, that's better than the other two things. Like, so, I know it's a stupid sort of analogy. But the fact of the matter is, is we know so little information that anyone that tells me off the bat, I am absolutely not buying this without having any more information at all. I kind of call bullshit because it's, oh, excuse me, but like y you may find that when they do release more information in the not too distant future, that you find many reasons to reassess that decision, let's say. Sure, yeah. I mean, what you're getting from those people is a bottled version of, I'm going to wait until the details are, are fully known. And mm -hmm. if it doesn't do exactly what I need it to do, then there's no point in me buying it. Yes. Yeah. But, it, but whereas it wasn't on the table before, it is on the table now. Hmm. That yeah. they might not buy it. Yeah, so, and that's sad. Can I ask a yeah. related question? No. Which is, fair enough, we have the guys who, who don't have VR, and they may or may not buy the product because of that. Does the fact that base building isn't in this this uh, release, does that really affect anybody? Is there anyone who's not going to buy it because there's no base building? I heard, oh, that, I heard that from someone, I think it was... I forgot where it was, but there was someone that said, man, on my stream, somebody said, base building is out, I'm out. And that to wow. me was like, I, like I'm, I was a fan of the entire, I was in my head, I was doing the, the thing that Plater was saying we're guilty of. I was like, I was so far down the road of neat things we could do with bases in my head. 
And uh, the fact that they said, oh, base building, not right now, you know, maybe later, but it's not even on the roadmap. I was just like, oh, so you're going to focus on atmospheric landings? Yes, please. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, the base building was never on the cards. Like, sure. yeah, sure, we're going to refer back to the leak that happened. Um, and then you could say, okay, that's cool. I mean, base building. I'm like, oh, I really don't want that. Mm. But what I did want was my fleet carrier. Now, seeing as whilst we're here, I'm going to do my little, uh, me being a prophet of the future, um, <laughs> is I said for quite a while, um, has anyone thought that maybe fleet carriers are the base building? Hmm. And it's kind of like, oh, no, 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 it'll be different. It'll be base building. It'll be, it'll be different. It'll be base building. And this is, isn't you guys, this is Amber, this is other people. And I'm like, mm, I'm not convinced. Um, and it looks to be like if you line things up, then maybe carriers are the bases that we were promised because they are. They are essentially a mobile base of operations. Um, and this is really just an over exaggerated and elongated way of me saying that I was right. You were. Um, <laughs> so I'm sorry I've done that. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's me done on that. I just say it. Just say it. But yeah, I just think it's this is the classic us looking more into things than actually we get. And. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we, in future, all of us, oh God, me included so much, we, if we get any leaks or anything like that, we really do take it with a pinch of salt. <laughs> so th- let's let's jump past, because I think we spent sort of an inordinate amount mm-hmm. of time on the VR thing. Let's jump past and try to get to some of these other things in the checklist. What sort of NPCs will there be? Anyone, hop in. Uh, I'm thinking, well, obviously the uh, troop, ground troops are the obvious one, and I'm hoping and thinking um, SRVs and mm. different versions of SRVs as well, at the very least. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I, and we talked about it earlier, I still hope we're going to be able to do some kind of uh, of crew we can can assemble of, of NPCs, maybe a bit, little bit like the fighter things we have now, but if we're going to have multiple, maybe uh, with a slightly steeper pay rate. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh, and Thargoids. And Thargoid NPCs? <laughs> Ground, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, oh absolutely. you mean you mean you mean as as combat? Okay, I thought you were like talking about a Thargoid mission giver. I was like, whoa, you took a left turn. You took a left turn. Could be interesting. No, I mean, I mean, like actual. No, no, no. As a, as, a, as, a, as a cosmetic you can buy so you have to mess up like, <laughs> yeah. all running after you hey no, it, as the, that'll be the next level of the co-pilot you'll have Thargy the Tharg and he just hangs out with you in your <laughs> yeah. cockpit Thargoid bobblehead yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean like actually I think we'll actually get to see Thargoids themselves oh, what yeah. they actually look like oh yeah I, I agree agree for various leaky reasons um, re-entry how will it work? I'm gonna oh. jump. I'm gonna. I'm gonna jump on this one real quick, and then anybody hop in and, and correct me if you got a better way. But I think we already have sort of the heat mechanics that are tied to you know fuel scooping and dealing with suns and dealing with certain things like that. We already have the glide mechanic that deals with how you come in to planets already, and you, you know you go through that whole process. I think you just you tack A onto B. You throw on some neat little graphics of as you're flying in on re-entry, some graphics of you see your shields light up and like there's like fire on the outside or whatever the hell, and then you call it good. Yeah, I agree. I think, uh, yeah, <coughs> take those two already existing elements and um, plenty of duct tape and you're good to go. Mm, yes. And then add some fancy graphic graphics on top. <laughs> Anybody and it work and it makes sense. 
Anybody got a differing thought or something to add on that? Not really. The mechanics that we've got at the moment actually <coughs> sounds like you're going through an atmosphere. So I imagine it'll be very much the same. All right. Yeah. So the next item on the list, getting in and out of your ship, how will it work? So everybody give us your, your bets. Are you betting you click on the little drop-down menu for get out of ship and your guy just suddenly appears on the elevator coming down? Or are you what? thinking that we actually get up and walk around and go to the door? I don't yeah. think we'll be walking around inside the ship. If I no, I don't. No, I don't. I know. I want that, but I, I don't want think we'll it get that. so bad. I know. Yeah. I, don't <laughs> I do we'll like the that. idea, though, that at least we can walk up and down the steps. Mm. So you think? So, yeah. so you think you click at, you, you, like drop-down menu, exit <clears> ship, <throat> and it puts you at the top of the steps or the ramp, yeah. and then you walk yeah. down? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what I think will probably happen. Yeah. Yeah. You certainly don't want a mechanical grab dropping you like it does the SRV. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing I'm picturing Watherspoon as what was that movie with the the the, the Woody and and Buzz Lightyear? I'm picturing Watherspoon as one of those little plushy toys in that waiting for the claw that he worships Wait, to come claw. grab him. The Wather, the Watherspoon. Has there been any official <laughs> statement regarding the whole walking ships, walking stations kind of thing? One, one statement that oh, not I wouldn't say that it was official, but there was what was that? There was a German, I think, magazine that they said something along the lines of uh, we talked about it on guard frequency last night about that, uh, that there would be no walking around in the ships, but it wasn't confirmed. But then Stuart GT from the Elite Dangerous subreddit posted a thing saying that the site that said that are sort of notorious as being uh star citizen fanboys and they think it might have been sort of misinformation to just rain on the parade but no it has been curious though at the very least it's it's suspect that frontier have been asked that question since that german magazine or whatever released what they did online that they have been very silent on the subject hmm <clears throat> yeah i'm pretty sure that i saw a post from Frontier, a Frontier community manager in the um, Odyssey announcement <coughs> forum thread that said it will just be on planets. You can't walk around your ship. And I saw it, and I'm because sworn I saw it. It was in orange, um, so it was a dev post, and I saw it. I think, and now it's gone. I'm almost yes. positive that I, 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 th I think I saw something that was from a forum moderator that said that, but I didn't see it from a dev. But if you're saying that it was there and then gone, maybe I just missed it. <clears throat> but because I've heard that, uh, yeah, let's just rumor or whatever. Mm. But whatever. But let's let's assume a post was made where it says no, you can't walk in ships, and they then deleted it. And that begs the question: Why did they delete it? Was that because it was inaccurate? Mm. Perhaps just I not mean, decided yet, or or not yeah. supposed or to be just, released or just decided yet. yet. That or, could be that it's still up in the air, or that it, it was decided, but they didn't want us to know. Like, there's all sorts of. It might be like, yes, we know this, but we don't want to tell you yet until the uh, furor over other things dies down a little. Probably was so many years ago that all the, the ship models had been built with the design that yes. they'd been walked around in one day, though. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. But that doesn't mean that 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 may mean that we're you know they also said we'd be hunting dinosaurs from our spaceships it may be that it's coming but not <laughs> not yet I, I didn't mean that i didn't mean that to be you know a crappy comment i just mean like it doesn't mean we're getting it today i don't know yes no. great <clears throat> i mean i would i would even be happy with if frontier came out and said hey guys listen, listen, making this 
like designing all the interior of all the ships, all the stations is going to take a tremendous amount of work. For launch, you're getting these five ships and this type of station. Yeah. And we're then progressively going to add the legs later on over whatever, right? Something like that would be completely fine with me if yeah. they did that. Yeah. They said, yeah, okay, right now you can only walk in Sidewinder, Anaconda, select like uh, five or something ships and, mm -hmm. and one substation. That would be completely fine. Yeah, and then that would just, but that would be a clear indicator to everyone else that it's like, okay, we're working on this and they will continue to come bit by bit. All right, so the next, let's take the next three things on the post together and let's just hear everybody's thoughts. Number one, weather. Number two, will there be overhangs in caves or will it still just be a height map? And number three, what worlds will we be allowed to land on? Atmospheric, but not Earth-like, or water worlds, what gravity range? So let's talk about the terrain effects and the different types and the weather. Hop in. Uh, I, yeah, go. Go on, mate. No, go on, go on, Astro. <laughs> I think height map. I mean, that's what we have today. I don't think they're going to regenerate all the planets in uh, in the game so that they all of a sudden have caves and overhangs and stuff like that mm. so I still we're still gonna just just see height maps um weather effects I hope but I'm not so sure um it would be really cool if we could get rains or high winds that makes the ship more difficult but again we don't have anything that really affects the flight model like that other than jet cones mm. um, that's the only thing we have that really affects the flight model of the ship so I'm not really sure how much weather we're going to see um, on the on the planets mm. and everybody um, remember everybody remembers that weird sort of fan-made thing that uh, Astro your video on it just made me it just gave me pure joy of where you were flying around in like a thunderstorm and fog clouds and stuff yeah, over yeah, the yeah. water like yeah, I think there's a lot. And you of could people hear that the rain it. on the yes, canopy. Uh, yes, yes. was just that was really good. Yeah, you had the biggest smile I mean, on your face, man. I would. I mean, just like flying around in a cloud and just coming out of the cloud and just seeing the the sun above all the clouds. It was just like, <laughs> I really hope we could get that in elite. Mm. I'm just I'm just sitting here thinking. I, I saw that uh, that video as well. I was just sitting there thinking, oh, that was absolutely fantastic. And like you say, the rain on the windshield mm. and the lightning and then going above the clouds and everything. That was fantastic. I'm just sitting there thinking, yeah, we're not getting that. <laughs> but, 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 absolutely but, no way. But that yeah. could be the end of the spectrum. That It could be two years down the line, but if they focus on... Yeah. That that could be where we end, you know. Yeah, if we're talking if we're talking about just Odyssey, uh, you know, in January, February, March, or whenever it is, mm. I, I think it, I, I think we're going to get very very thin atmosphere worlds, and then you know thicker atmospheres and and life and more life and things like that will get introduced um, in a similar fashion to the way the seasons were. I'm I, I don't want to I, I I don't want to sound like a, a doubting Thomas or anything, but I'm just setting my expectations really low not that i think it's going to be rubbish at all i don't i think it's going to be absolutely brilliant and i'm wetting myself with excitement <laughs> let's all be clear on that i really really am is that a there's literally effect? a pool of it yeah but but yeah i honestly i'm so stupidly excited but i'm just setting i'm just trying to set a reasonable expectation elite dangerous has a much smaller development team and a much smaller budget than Star Citizen. It is not Star T Citizen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, oh, so this work. is the start. This oh. is the. I think Odyssey is the start. <laughs> I think people set your expectations low, 
and if you're surprised then yay oh thank god it's not star citizen if so we would get space legs and atmospheric landings in 2025 yeah. <clears throat> so right. can i can i just ask then bro because because I'm, I'm i'm really interested in that do, do you actually think that odyssey will be the same as horizons where it, it actually gets released over a two-year period starting with the easy stuff and then gradually building up more features uh, I think they. I think that I, I, I've obviously got no facts to base this on, Pete, whatsoever. So it's pure speculation. But I think that's probably what we're looking at. Yes, either that, or I, I don't know that they'll that they'll necessarily model it the same way as that. I, I'm wondering if perhaps we might get more paid expansions, but please, but quicker. Please. So I think, like you know, maybe in a a year, a year and a half, we might be talking about Odyssey for elite dangerous vapors or something where <laughs> where where we've then got clouds and we've got a bit of weather and we've got you know we can land on a venus like world or something like that that, mm. that i'm wondering if we'll get that kind of thing and i'm i'm absolutely dandy and cool with that take my money right now i'm oh. absolutely fine with that yes please i would so much prefer if instead of you get two years of whatever i would prefer if we kind of had a set schedule of every year every year there's a paid content and every year you get you know this this and this you know these bits and it's added and it, it's sort of more regimented that would be so that was ex that was exactly what they tried to do to start with but mm, horizons yeah. took a lot longer than expected and then beyond right. was needed to fill in some of the blanks but so right, they okay. kind of stopped so so perhaps <clears throat> perhaps we'll go back to that that'd be with, great with so the there was a schedule there was sort of a, a schedule of more frequent paid updates was mm -hmm. there pete was that yeah i think horizons yeah. was only intended to last for a year they, they horizons was horizons was sold as a season pass and yes. the idea with horizon was originally you buy the season pass then you get all the updates that they are then scheduled for the next year and then the plan was then there's a new season pass mm -hmm. that would then be that would then have been beyond um that would then take a year and then like a year a year and a year and like that right but because horizons just took so long to deliver all the things they, they had promised it meant they spent yeah, what was two years um before they got to they got to that and i think that's why they then for, for um um for the beyond update decided to say okay we're going to try a different model we're going to make it free and we're going to try to just make it in on uh, on all the microtransactions and ship kits and paint jobs and that kind of thing and i would be so good I, go ahead i think uh, i think if we see I, I think they're going back to something similar to what they did with horizon but mm. i think we're going to see a larger percentage of the content being released um right at the start mm -hmm. i don't think we're going to see a uh, like like 25 percent at the start and then four big updates over the year each with 25 percent i think the majority mm. of the content is going to be the first one and they might do small additions um over the year <clears throat> uh, okay so so on these three points whether yes i think we're absolutely going to get it not on odyssey launch i think it's going to be that's the back end of the spectrum after you have full earth-like worlds overhangs and blah 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 or height map i think it's just going to be height map for now worlds will be allowed to land on atmospheric but not earth-like or water worlds what gravity range i am staking my bet right here that it's going to be rocky barren worlds atmospheric rocky barren worlds and ice planets or atmospheric rocky barren worlds and scoopical gas giants and then we're going to have to sort of start down the spectrum over the next year two years whatever what, to, to more <coughs> sorts of worlds? So, so of yeah, I think, like I said, the types I think you're talking about, Rocky okay. Baron, gas right. giants, ice planets, 
Earth-like worlds, water world, or water worlds, and then absolutely last, because it's going to be the most difficult to do, is Earth-like worlds, and then absolutely last, last, last after that would be weather effects, fauna, and megafauna. Yeah. I see that Welsh Gamer 2012 has uh, put a question in about Jurassic World. If it uses the same engine, which it does, um, mm -hmm. presumably it, it's possible to have flora and fauna already. And yeah, I think that's right. But presumably <coughs> the Elite Dangerous people want to do it right, because if they get it wrong, they're going to be stuck with it forever. Mm. So it may take them a little bit longer to bring it into the game. It would be also in with that as well, is that um, Jurassic World, everything that is already there, when you log into a game or you start a game is handcrafted and there mm. they're very mm. small play spaces mm -hmm. um and very quick to do but yeah. an entire planet wouldn't wouldn't be done like that you'd have to procedure generate um especially not just one planet multiple planets mm. multiple planets multiple systems and so on they you'd have to have some element of procedure generation and the weird stuff that could pop up with caves hmm. could be absolutely insane so i don't think they would i don't think they would use quite the same thing and have that they wouldn't necessarily put the overhang option in because otherwise you end up with these weird waves of ground and things that look very strange hmm. i just don't think that would be i think if they're doing caves the way they will do it is the same way as um as outposts uh, are, are generated where I mean, when, when you put an out when they put an outpost on the surface, it's not just the buildings that are modeled. The whole terrain around the outpost is part of that structure uh -huh. as well. And when they put it down, they just say, "Okay, that circle around where the outpost is, that part of the ground is now just erased. Plop that down, and then they have some algorithm that that smoothly fits it to around the edge of of where that structure is. Mm -hmm. So if they're doing caves, I think what they'll do is they will have some handcrafted cave systems, and they could have multiple of them. Or maybe just have a a handcrafted entrance to uh, various handcrafted entrances to a cave system, mm -hmm. and then have those be uh, being generated below, or maybe just have yeah a number of already pre uh, pre created um, and cave systems. And so, those could include even like some form of a like a stealthy installation or something that as part of that coding. It could be a smuggler's den. Mm -hmm. it, yeah, something like that. So if they're doing something like that, it's I think it's going to be handcrafted caves. I don't think we're going to see procedurally generated cave systems. Yeah. Because of, of that would just be such a big update to... Uh, um, yeah, to the start, still a forge to make it do that. But again, they did say say that they've done some, some cool new tech for us to explore. So I don't know, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, a combination. Handcrafted caves that are that are like distinct and discrete and are set up and then are procedurally generated dropped onto places that the computer algorithm reads as like okay this terrain is suitable because it meets within these parameters that I can drop this handcrafted thing in there without breaking stuff and then just like you said sort of fudge it around the edges just if you go to the Cortez base of Buckyball and, and Elite Racers fame that you, you there's actually a weird glitch where you can go under the base and you can drive around and it's a weird crater that goes underneath it and you can see sort of how they did it is they had a like like you just like you said they yeah. just plopped down that the installation on the ground but when they did it it cut all the ground surrounding it and then they just made this weird sort of like fudge it on the edges and there's a spot where you can get under yeah. So yeah, that could be that could be very cool. Let's let's move to the next thing because to me, honestly, 
This is one of the biggest announcements of the whole forum post <laughs> that had me. I was. This is one of the things that made me so so happy. The return of Dev Diaries. Who wants to go yes. first? Yes. Who wants to go first? Please. Yes. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody goes first at the same. Everybody time. wants to go first on that. I've got, we've got people in our chat saying, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, Yagashura is saying, as long as they're, they're not just headlines, there's more substance to them. I think I think that speaks volumes about the about the way um, Frontier have handled their communication over the last few years as well. Mm. Maybe a new person. Have they done Dev Diaries before? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And they were yeah. so great. They were so great. Were they good? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, there's they... high hopes for them being promising mm. next time, oh. this time around. The idea, nervousness. <laughs> the idea was that we actually knew what was going to happen because they were telling us, they were talking to us. It, it, it was to some degree a dialogue, but it was mainly sort of, look, this is what we're working on. Don't raise your hopes on this bit for the moment. We're working on this bit. We're hoping to get this out to you. Um, this was all before the release of the initial version of the game and before the company floated. Mm. From, um, I was, okay, I was going to say that. That level question. of communication stopped. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Because now they aren't they between a bit of a rock and a hard place with letting information go and and tackling their public. Yeah, it, it, um, it's a concern thing. because because uh, quite a lot of what they could be talking about might be insider information. Mm. Yeah. So so yeah, they do need to be very careful. So How tedious is that? Is good. Okay. All right, but but overall, people are really digging the idea of Dev Diaries. We have to we have to question mark. We have to be hopeful, mm -hmm. set our expectations, you know, manage them. But hopefully, that will be amazing. Um, let's look at. Okay, we kind of already discussed the whole how can we swap modes in VR. So let's skip that one. It's interesting if you look at why did the press kit include the four concept art pictures. You've got like a travel agency, you've got a bar scene. So like social, obviously, you know, some social gatherings. You've got, I don't understand exactly the idea of a travel agency. If that's good, if they're hinting at that, that's a thing that's coming where you can sort of <clears throat> just buy a ticket to somewhere and then fly a ship back. I don't know. Uh, there they was... are interiors. That's that's an important thing. Yeah. This is the only the only idea the, the, on, the only time we've been shown that there are interiors that we might be able to play in. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Um. Anybody else on that one? Before I'm sort of picking up the pace because I know we're we're pushing on time. No. Okay. No. Go ahead. No. I just said oh, no. Oh. Okay. With the confirmation <laughs> that base building is not on the roadmap at this time. How does that change your perception of the idea of like stuff like the sales mechanic for fleet carriers? Because to me, I had thought that that it was you know production player production was going to fill in that missing bit. But honestly, if you're removing that, that makes the whole sales mechanic be. I can't really excuse it now because it's like oh, they really need to look at that. Otherwise, there's just no point, right? Do you mean the player market on the on the? No, I mean the idea of selling ships and modules from your fleet carrier. Right, 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 right. This comes down to the reading into stuff thing. It was never on the cards. Okay, but I'm saying so, if it if it was never on the cards, then it's sort of inexcusable that it works the way that it does. It doesn't I, work. I don't. I don't think anyone's excusing it. I don't think anyone has been since the start. Everyone's saying, "Well, you should be able to." A bit modular, you know, full modularity, and I think that's what everyone has always wanted. Mm. Um, and I don't think, like I say, I don't. Production was never on the cards. It was never mentioned anywhere. It was, uh, it was a 
could this be a first step towards it kind of speculation but honestly i don't think it's uh i don't think it's a thing and i think it will be a thing at the moment um strikes me as a bit of a chocolate teapot at the moment yeah it just it's just kind of like a that there is no it remains the same as it was before with the um the perception towards the fleet carrier and selling stuff is that they should just give full modularity don't tell me that it's my fault if i'm not equipped properly and i go out there that's on me that's not i don't need my handheld okay that's it that's okay that's me that's me all right uh so we basically have some things confirmed and not confirmed number one atmospheric landings and then the, the question is it though i think it is i don't think there's any way you can look at that as not being atmospheric landing but they haven't explicitly stated it in words yet so we're waiting to see on that yep and, and, and go ahead i was just going to say has anybody got any thinking as why they haven't put that on why would you not why would you not say that if it's so strikingly obvious to everyone it's, i have that's why and people will be like, how can you have atmospheric landings with no weather? You listed it as a feature that it's got atmospheric landings. Hmm. I think yeah. it's a, a them not saying it directly because yeah. people will run with it mm -hmm. like we always do and read too much into it. And we'll, we'll do that thing where we're like, a, cool, we're going to have thunderstorms, we're going to have hail, it's going to be amazing sandstorms. And it's like, actually, you, you're getting blue skies and you're getting dust effects. Yeah. That, yeah. So it's, it's an atmosphere, but we, you can't, like you couldn't expect Frontiers to do a full planet's weather system hmm. over and over again, could you? I, I think I, I think to answer your question, Ree, also I think it's more of a political, like a like a spokesperson who, when you're getting pestered with questions, there's things where like you just don't bring it up because if you answer the first question, then they're going to push for the next question in the line and the next one after that over and the, the next one after that. So I I honestly think. They will, it's, they show, like, you can't see that and not see that it's an atmosphere, but they don't say anything because they're not at the point where they want to discuss that whole system mechanic and what does it mean and exactly which ones are in and which ones aren't and how long are we going to have to wait. That's stuff that they want to talk about later, so they didn't. Yeah. That's right. If it's not there, I'm quitting. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so confirmed legs, obviously not confirmed, hinted at, hoped for, but not yet confirmed is anything else as far as like mining, like mining on foot or doing trade on foot or different types of industry. Just basically the only thing that you can really say is confirmed. And, and even that wasn't explicitly confirmed, but the fact that every 100% of the people you see walking around are carrying guns, that kind of hints strongly at Pew Pew. So... <laughs> Unless that was really peculiar looking science equipment. <laughs> well, we didn't science with guns, didn't we? Mm. We had no, yeah. no scouts. Yep. Yeah. So it'll be Quentin, bring forth the telescope. Mm. So, so uh, obviously, what, trigger. What, what, yeah. what, what we've just stated is, you know, guns and equipment with uh, obvious upgrades like that, that for sure is going to be, you know, that that's 
it's different. They weren't all carrying standard phaser pistol. They all had different guns. They all had different kit. They all had, and that that tells you, you know, there's going to be, and plus what they posted, there's going to be upgrade options. There's going to be whatever, and then also there's going to be a whole variety of, you know, get your livery here for my my pew pew is purple, mine is yellow, mine jetpack shoots out, you know, fart noises, whatever, and it costs X amount of arcs to get your thing to do what whatever. What they didn't confirm at all in any way and it's been conspicuous is walking in stations or on ships they did say social hubs but they didn't define what those social hubs are so those social hubs could be an entirely new thing and it could be that we never are walking around in a Coriolis or it could be that we are going to be walking around it and they just haven't told us about it yet can I just uh, can I just leap in with a small point of accuracy that's got absolutely nothing to do with what you're talking about sure um <laughs> Uh, Commander Karen has just pointed out in our um, in our chat that uh, the statement regarding base building was that base building is not on the roadmap. Not base building is not on the roadmap at this time. Well, Quite an important distinction. Th- that's true. It's it's not on the roadmap. But I I would also I would counter that by saying that that statement was made at this time. For all we know, it could be added to the roadmap <laughs> a week from now or a, a year from now. Like, well, I don't know that they said at this time. They didn't. Uh, no. Directly they didn't. quoted no, direct, those words at this time. I don't think that was used in regards to, to base building. Fair. Fair. Fair point. All right. So we've got... Um, okay. What do you mean when you missions. say multi arm Yeah. Missions, obviously. So, but- I, okay. I, I, what I mean with, with missions is, well, the pretty selfish plan. Sorry. When I say multi-arms combat, what I mean with that is... Um, <laughs> they have that sentence where they say that that uh, commanders, SRVs, and ships uh, converge. So it uh. seems like you're going to be able to do some kind of um, some kind of, of, of combat or some kind of content at least, um, where you're going to be able to both have people playing on foot in SRVs and in ships, and actually maybe have some meaningful things to do in that, all those vehicles at this all this that that makes way more sense you're talking about an integrated assault when literally i was just looking at it like thinking like were, were you thinking there were just going to be one-armed men running around everywhere no, <laughs> I, I, as soon as I, I know what he's talking about but as soon as I, read that, I just i just see a commander with like eight arms running around like, <laughs> octo commander confirmed wow. <laughs> grief you have to, you which, have I'm to well, which I'm well up for by the way you have to do missions for the Thargoids and then buy it with arcs that you get the multiple arms <laughs> alright all which buttons on the keyboard would you need to press to Man. work eight arms all at the same time <laughs> Many, 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 many. And we've already addressed no base building that's in there, and we've already addressed that the fact that... Oh, no, it's unconfirmed that Plater is a genius. That's a, that's on the unconfirmed side of the, of the thing. I, it, double confirmed. It's unconfirmed if I am confirmed double as a double... Confirmed. <laughs> mm. Double confirmed. I, I don't know what that means. Um, as a genius. Fair. I'm going to say, yeah, yeah, it's confirmed. Well, as we have already run over time, I definitely want to extend an opportunity for anyone that wants to to jump in with a thought or something that they want to add to the discussion. But I'm I'm also good with, you know, if people want to sort of wrap it up or whatever. So this is just open open talk. Anybody hop in with anything that you want to say on the subject? The one the one thing I think we haven't yet covered is how, how finances are going to work because. We, we, we now have people who have fleet or who will have fleet carriers next week mm. and who are multi-billionaires um, 
and and once you get down to the planetary level you're talking about buying buying weapons that are going to cost a few thousand credits mm. everybody's going to be multi-billionaires sort of they're going oh, to they're going to build carry they won't <laughs> yeah, well, there, there is that <laughs> but but they're going to need to use something other than credits mm. to control progression on the ground because otherwise everyone's <laughs> going to be maxed out straight away i submit to you i submit to you that that's going to come in two forms for the visual aspect, that's going to be arcs. If you want to have the cool-looking gun that has the weird, you know, yellow pulse strobe light on the side or whatever, that's going to be buy it with livery from arcs. If you talk about the actual gameplay aspect of it, I want a gun that shoots farther. I want a gun that does more damage. I want a gun that penetrates armor or whatever. That's going to be what the current resource is that, that rules the game, which is materials, engineering mats. And I think that's mm. going to be, there will be a process set up that, that rules over that whole thing. I, so I, will there be new engineering materials? <clears throat> absolutely. For Odyssey. I, I, yeah. and, and new engineers. Now, again, yeah, yes. Absolutely. Yes. That, now, again, this is as Plater has warned. This is all complete speculation because we have no direct confirmation of these as facts, but we have hints to it in the way that they posted, they worded their forum post with the announcement. We definitely have hints to that you know so new sort of engineering game loops or new and it might not be there might be some people that are like uh engineering i hate it that's the worst you don't it maybe it's a whole new way of doing engineering that you will like or won't like or what a, any possible spectrum in between but i think that yes i think that the credits what kind of shoes you have what kind of jetpack you have what kind of gun you have you're absolutely right if when we're when we're buying and selling massive capital ships we're all billionaires that's entirely irrelevant to say like okay well this gun costs 200 credits and that one costs 4,000 credits who cares that's irrelevant but like i said arcs and engineering mats will dictate the look and functionality of the weapons that you're able to have access to i think hmm. i'm not sure they're going to add new engineering materials at the may <coughs> but i'm pretty sure they're going to add new engineers at least hmm. that are specialized in engineering guns uh, here's why equipment. Here's why I think maybe new engineering materials because you want to incentivize people to do the new leggy bits, and I think that the engineering materials <laughs> that they're going to add are going to be ones that require the leggy bits. They're going to require you to get you know like land on a planet and then drive around with your SRV to search the area and then get out and use your little wrist com to locate within a two foot square area exactly where it is and then some mini game where you try to extract the crystal out of a rock without breaking it and also uh, looting the the bodies of uh, Plater's hapless victims as well mm. <laughs> they will all be crushed beneath my boot <laughs> wow well, question mm. just Back on um, uh, it, probably ship interiors, it's probably relative to hmm. why do why does everybody think that um, during the what was it the twenty four hour live stream um, Frontier put out that other screenshot? Oh yes, um, the Mamba's engineering the, in section or the inside of a ship section mm -hmm. that we still haven't worked out what that is. Mm. Is there any sort of further thoughts on why they put that out and what that's actually going to turn into? Because there must be a reason they put that on the twenty four hour live stream. Mm. 
I don't know what picture you're talking about. So there was there was a hang on there I was a, on our stream. Yeah, there was a picture that they put on where it was the the engineering section of a mamba. So it was like you were seeing like a pulsing sort of uh, it was a very Star Trek looking sort of pulsing engine uh, engine thing and like engine were, room. Yeah, there were all kinds of extra bits and bobs and whatnot, and yeah, a lot of people were like, "Hey, man, this really makes us." feel like this is coming they're being cheeky they're giving a little hint i'm of the i'm the, i guess the wrong person to ask because i'm of the group that believes that they're still going to say like yes you are going to be able to walk around in your ships they just haven't said it yet again and some people will be like why wouldn't they say it again because you can't you, you, you can't sort of start down the road of answering people's questions without now like then the next one then the next one then the next one i think they're just not at the point of talking about it yet but some people very you know, I think some people here think that they we're not going to get walking in ships. I disagree. And, and they, they need something to talk about for the next <laughs> half year. Yes. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. I mean, if, if they just spilled everything now, first of all, I mean, we saw from the video pre-alpha, they are very early in the development stages of mm -hmm. some of this stuff yet. So mm -hmm. they don't want to spill everything if there is the slightest hint of chance that it's not going to make it into the game because that's just not going to be received well by the community if you dangle a carrot in front of them and say, oh, by the way, uh, yeah, you're not going to get that. Um, so that's one reason. Um, and then, yeah, again, it, I don't think you should underestimate the, the value of, of being able to trickle out information slowly to kind of keep the attention and, uh, and, and, yeah, hype train running. Hate that phrase, but yeah, you get my point. And, mm. Mm. Anybody else got a question they want to address? I think we pretty much hit most of the stuff. I'm just really I, hoping Frontier don't get it wrong. I think yeah. that's a standard. I think you could probably yeah. say that for everything they're going to release in the next decade. It, it's just always that, like... I feel like whenever we get new details, the releases never go 100% smoothly. Hmm. And then we, um, <coughs> we're kind of left like, oh no, they've done it again. Hmm. Um, but at the same time, um, I say I hope they get it right. And I'm hoping there is also a beta where we get to try it hmm. and we can fix and point out anything they haven't come up with. Hmm. Like, did. Did you know when you press up against a wall and roll forward, you can just slip straight through it? Did you, did you not know that? Like, well, why would you do that? Like, mm. because we're players and it's what we do. Mm. You know, just so we can yeah. find stuff like that. You know, mm. it's um, it would be it'd be good that that would happen, and we can we can help with that. So I do hope there's a beta. Um, that's my main point. I think, and it would be lovely. I think if if our experience has shown us anything, it's two things. One, you're absolutely right. If they put a beta in there. We will tell them certain things like, oh, by the way, we can use this wing bonus to just print our own money with fleet carriers, and that'll help them to close those loops before they hit and break things irreparably. But also, number two, if, if our experience as human beings is tells, us, tells us anything, it's going to be over the next several months, there's going to be multiple experiences like we had on Wednesday and Thursday, where they drop a bit of information on Wednesday and everyone says, this is the greatest thing of all time. This is 100% perfect. Nothing could possibly be wrong. And that we ride that roller coaster of emotion up. And then we get some facts dropped the very next day on Thursday, which then immediately, this is absolutely crap. I hate it. I'm not buying. I want to. And it's like people just subject themselves to that roller coaster in such a bizarre way where it's like everyone chill out be cautiously optimistic relax 
wait and see what they actually say. And when you have all of the facts and they launch, then you're able to say, I'm buying this or I'm not buying this. Until then, all you're saying is, I don't have all the information and I want to rush to judgment. All I, all I would say, the, the caveat to that, I would say, is like a Frontier, from our perspective, certainly, I'd be interested to know if you guys feel the same as well, that Frontier of late have got much better at communication. It's not, it's not the level we want it to be, but it has started to creep up. They're, mu they're much more engaging. The community team that's in place now is very engaging, um, which is not something I'd seen before. Um, and I hope uh, that going forward, they're able to um, you haven't got to you haven't got to give away all the details that you don't want to give away but I hope I hope they get better at managing expectations mm. a little bit a little bit but I'd really like to see that happen it would cause it would it would it would it would get rid of a lot of the of the fire and the heartache that, that people get from it mm. and I don't know what the solution to that is because obviously you're dealing with a publicly traded company so I, I understand completely that yeah. that's not easy I mean you can still give out information in a publicly traded company so long as you yeah. do it with an official disclaimer that has you know like you, it's they can still they can let out information they just have to do yeah. it in in the right way that doesn't they can't release it to some people before others or this that and the other i mean not without yeah. sort of embargoes and proper handling is all i mean okay <clears throat> all right guys well any any last thoughts by anybody before we wrap this up? Uh, hopes and dreams, <laughs> thoughts and prayers. Mm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think we could do a quick round if everybody had like one thing that could be something that has been not announced or something that maybe even they had announced to say they wouldn't that you would really like to see in uh, mm. in Odyssey. Like, what would that be? Um, personally, mining. I want to have a. <laughs> 3,000 plus uh, pickaxe, whatever that they look like, and <laughs> run around and uh, and smash rocks to bits and uh, and sell them for profit. Awesome. That'd be cool. Burrs, what's your hopes and dreams? We'll give you each of you, because Marini, I want to hear hers too. Uh, do you want me to go first? Uh, I, I personally, I would like to see um, Horizons players and uh, Odyssey players flying together on, on low atmospheric worlds. Lovely. Mm. Really? For me, nothing that exciting. I just want to have more than I don't like shooting. I don't like first camera. camera. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, I want there to be a lot more gameplay that I can go around some interesting gameplay with scanners or things and filming and stuff that doesn't involve shooting a gun. I hope there's a lot more immersive gameplay that I can get involved in that doesn't. Let's put my name on that one as well. All right. That's my one. Plater. Um, I just want to see information steadily delivered leading up to the release, um, a beta, and then a polished product being delivered. Oh, you, you're being... So I'm not asking for much. You're being absolutely ridiculous. That's not possible. So. <laughs> <laughs> Watherspoon, your hopes and dreams. What, what amazingly sensible choices you all have. Hmm. I want more SRV pipes, and especially hover bikes. And I want to go very fast on them. Oh my god, I hope they do hover bikes so that we can <laughs> all go running to <laughs> Uncle Wotherspoon. And... <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> skimmers, guys. So, <laughs> so, so now I'm picturing Wotherspoon as that same little minion character waiting for the hook, but now he's in a biker getup, and he's he's got a t-shirt that says, Bad to the Bone. Um, Alright, my, my 
my uh, hope and dream, and and this is not stated and not whatever, but uh, this is just you know hope and dream, uh, and I'm not getting myself overly excited. Just hoping. Since now, there, it seems like Sony and Xbox have decided for the next platform that they are publicly oh. stating Ooh. and committing that they are open yeah. to cross-play. My hope and dream mm. is that since Frontier had to do a significant refresh fresh of the code base, they will yeah. drop into Odyssey. Oh, by the way, cross-play is now turned on. Enjoy. Yeah, please. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Also, my last wish, just very, very quickly, is please don't let it be delayed for two years like Fleet Carriers was. Could it <laughs> please come out in spring 2021? Stop laughing! <laughs> and, and also, can we now all agree, just while we're all together, that the hover bikes are now called Wother bikes? Hmm. <laughs> done. Oh, yeah. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> Bad to the bone. Clearly. Clearly. <laughs> All right. Guys, Burr, Rini, Down to Earth Astronomy, uh, Plater, Watherspoon, Chig, who was with us for, for earlier, and, and Alec Turner, and, and also Dunkalora, who's been helping out in with put, posting stuff in the chat. I love you all. Thank you so much for, for joining us, and I hope you guys had a good stream, and we look forward to more information coming on Odyssey. And next week, mm -hmm. get your fleet carriers, do stuff, and see see what happens. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Thank